The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. You can paint this with purple. Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Hello and welcome in and happy game day to you here on a Thursday. Clip Brock here on Pirate Radio Live on 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250 and 930. You can also find us on Facebook Live. And YouTube and watch the program and get involved. Chime in with a question, comment, whatever you want to discuss on this lovely Thursday in Eastern North Carolina. We'll uh, talk about it all today some football, some pirate hoops, and more. And we got some great guests coming up on the show for the first time since he left Greenville. We'll catch up with Dominique Davis, former pirate quarterback who is still in the Canadian Football League. And we wanted to talk to him this week. First of all, it would be great to catch up with him, but he is the only quarterback that has quarterbacked the Pirates to a victory over the Navy midshipmen. It happened all the way back in 2011. So we'll remember Dominique Davis's record-breaking day and talk to him about that, his time at ECU, what he's been up to since he left ECU. We'll check in with Dom Davis at around 325 on today's show, coming up at 4 o'clock. We'll talk to the color analyst on the Pirates Learfield Sports Network, Kevin Monroe. He will join us. The Pirates are going bowling. We'll recap Memphis. We'll talk about what ECU needs to do to beat Navy. Uh, What bowl does Kevin want to go to? That and more with Kevin Monroe coming up at around 4 o'clock. It is uh, an awesome day if you have a television where you work or if you're sitting at home or whatever the heck you're doing today because it's almost an appetizer to feast week coming up next week there are games on all day long in college basketball we watched davidson lose to new mexico state earlier today that is part of the myrtle beach invitational that east carolina is participating in uh right now saint bonaventure had a big lead in the first half they trail boise state at halftime by three so a lot of college basketball going on we'll talk about all that today and of course get you ready for east carolina oklahoma tonight at seven o'clock the big man on campus jeff nadu will break down the college basketball nfl game tonight and uh he likes uh, a play in the college football game tonight as well so we'll get into all that in hour two with the big man on campus and mr guarantee touchdown tony collins will join us in the five o'clock hour here in the pirate radio studios along with troy d as we'll talk pirate football nfl and more so we are locked in ready to go here on a thursday got shirley rhodes and chandler honeycutt wearing their company uniforms today oh god (laughs) apparently we we've been sitting beside each other for so long that now we have like esp or something it's like you've morphed into one person (laughs) i have not bonded with shirley like this ever and it's not it's not just the shirt it's the pants too we're both in khaki slacks and the hair Uh, everything so it's, it's it's a tad uh, bit nerve-wracking. Some glasses. I just need some glasses. Yeah. <laughs> but Shirley is Here, dressed nice mine. with a polo and khaki slacks, and I believe it was for some kind of occasion today. 
Yeah, I was doing PA. Great for, setup. Oh, thank you. Um, the uh, I was doing the PA for the ECU women's basketball game education day over at Minji's. So um, I decided to wear a polo. It was nice outside, so I didn't have to wear a long sleeve shirt. So I figured I'd go with the uh, the polo. And you painted it purple. And I did because it was a fantastic game. Uh, ECU beat Hampton. It was the Pirates versus the Pirates. Which meant that if I said pirate ball, it really didn't matter if I screwed it up or not. That's true. Uh, <laughs> um, I was a little nervous because it was the first time I'd ever done PA for basketball, and uh, oh, it really? is yeah, I've never done PA for basketball. Huh. So. The uh, most nerve wracking part, and I, I think I overheard you talking about this earlier, um, is the starting lineup. Yes, very much so. Because you got to hit that, you got to say the names, where they're from, all that, and you're doing it in the dark. Yes. So you need to have a helper with you. Usually, whoever is to my left is holding up a uh, the flashlight on the phone to help me read in the dark. Uh, I didn't have a helper. I did have the flashlight, and I did flub the last. Um, it was uh, Tyler Bennett was the last one in the uh, starting lineup as far as being introdu- introduced, and I screwed it up in terms of in in terms of <laughs> if a any. Bit. Yeah. Um, but basically, what happened is I had the phone kind of sitting in a certain area so i could see and somehow i bumped something and it the, the phone fell over and i kind of fumbled through her introduction and so i was a little peeved about that but other than that it was great but i can tell you my ears are still ringing from the screaming and uh it was middle school kids uh, area Pitt County middle school kids, and it was also elementary school kids. And let me tell you something. I'm going to call out the middle school kids real quick. Uh-oh. I'm going to call them out because let me tell you something. Tyler and Bryce Dreyfus, are you listening? These eighth, these middle school kids, I get some of them were like, I'm too cool to be here. I'm too uh, cool to yeah. cheer. You I'm get too that, cool you get to... that age where you're too cool for stuff? Yeah. And the elementary kids, let me tell you, they brought the energy. The juice. They brought the juice and then some. They didn't sit down. They were screaming. They were chanting. They did the purple gold cheer. They even came up with a cheer on their own. They were they were chanting, you can't beat us. Um, it was fantastic. Chandler, we got to remember that one for tonight. Yeah. It was like, you can't beat us. It was great. It was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. I, I, I don't think I'm going to have my hearing back for a while, but it, it was a lot of fun. How was the pet band? Pet band was good. Pet band was good. Uh, and during halftime, they did a, um, uh, oh, shoot, knockout. That was the name of the game where you uh, go up against, uh, you shoot from the free throw line, mm-hmm. and you're trying to, to get the ball in the bucket before the person behind you shoots and makes a, a basket. And they brought out some of the teachers to come out and shoot, and that was great. That was a lot of fun. So um, all in all, it was a good game. Uh, and a good game on the floor. Tania Thompson had a couple of threes. Um, and uh, 75-58 was the final for East Carolina. So win number two for Kim McNeil. And, uh, 2-0 and so, at home on the year. 2-0, yep. And so it was a lot of fun. Got a road trip to Winston-Salem to take on Wake Forest coming yep. up next before they're back home for a couple. So 2-2 uh, two and two on the year, two in a row for Kim McNeil's ECU women's basketball team. Uh, tonight, 7 o'clock, Joe Dooley's Pirates get their first test of the year. 
and a test it shall be as east carolina is 13 point underdogs to the oklahoma sooners porter moser now the head coach at uh, oklahoma with lon kruger retiring and uh oklahoma's good they are a uh they'll probably be a tournament team this year and it'll be the first test for the for east carolina who have played uh, opponents who are certainly not to uh to east carolina's level and, and nowhere close to oklahoma's level uh chandler and i will be here seven o'clock getting loud proud and i don't have another rhyming word but we're going to be fired up watching the game giving away familiar gift cards giving away pirate radio shirts and uh watching it with you so we're having our watch along tonight seven o'clock we'll be on facebook live and on youtube a few minutes before seven come on in join us and uh get not ready. in here no no don't come here don't come into the studio virtually join us on your laptop on your television put up youtube or uh you know watch it that way but join us there and we'll be uh We'll be giving away prizes. We'll be uh, asked, throwing out questions, uh, kind of like uh, I think I'm going to do maybe what will be uh, the total points scored in the first half, and whoever's the closest on that will win uh, a shirt and a pizza. Also, we'll do um, maybe like what, what time, how much time will be on the clock when ECU hits their first three-pointer, something <laughs> like that. Last time we did a three-point prop. Uh, it took us all the way to the second half. <laughs> Middle of second half. <laughs> it was awful. Uh, it's going to be different tonight, though, my friend. Yeah. Uh, Pirates and Sooners, we're fired up for it. So uh, join us. going to be a lot of fun coming up tonight, 7 o'clock, as we'll be watching that inside the Pirate Radio studios. We're going to be loud. We're going to be proud with a little crowd because I believe it's going to be just us two here tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I go uh, – I haven't even asked him. Should we um, – Call Steven real quick, Shirley. See if he answers. He's game time. Ta- like, game put time him decision. on the air? Yeah. Call yeah. him? Yeah. Do you have his number? Uh, I the... have, yeah, I have it in the Rolodex. Okay. See if you can get him on the air real quick. I didn't tell him we're calling, but we'll just bother him. Um, T's and P's to Scooter Rogers, who was hospitalized this week, but is, uh, is getting out of the hospital. Uh, he was set to join us, but cannot due to a medical condition. So we're going to win it for Scooter. He's going to be in bed like Hugh Freeze yeah. with the thumbs up. I saw that tweet from Scooter. That was funny. Yeah. What's Igo doing? He may be tending to his baby. No, he's not. Answer the phone. It's probably like sleeping. Guy didn't do anything. Can't get to my phone right now. No crap. <laughs> hold on. I'll leave a message. Oh, okay. Hold on. Is it still up? Tell him, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Steven, clip. You are, well, I'm live on the air. Well, by the time you listen to this, we won't be live because it'll be in the future. But give us a call back uh, here at the station, 252-317-1250. We'll put you right on the air, and we want to know. I want you to tell me you're not coming instead of beating around the bush and being all blase about it you need to let me know that you will not be here tonight for the watch along give us a call back thank you bye all right there you go sorry we had to do that on the air but i forgot to call him earlier so all right it could be just chandler and i so uh please join us our online friends so we can have friends yeah but i gotta say chandler 
I think you and I can pull the Pirates through tonight. We have our uniforms. They are in the locker room. We are going to. Uh, I've got. I got to make my accessories. Okay. And, and by that, I mean cut up another T-shirt to make a headband. Can you do one for me, too? Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. And cut up some socks so I can make some armbands. <laughs> so we're going to look good. Look good, feel good. Play good. Broadcast good, play good, win big tonight coming up at 7 o'clock. And if you are tuned in tonight, please no spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Going uh, to you, John Moody, who is at the game. John Moody will be there. I wonder, we've already seen one guy in the gym in conway south carolina with an east carolina pirate shirt i wonder how many fans will be there tonight i'm gonna say not many not many probably i mean i i am excited about this day basketball that we're watching right now the tournament yeah basketball going on uh jeff charles dropped me a nugget earlier today nugget Ooh. how about this this will be the first time he, he didn't have the exact date or years but uh he see he roughed it at around 25 years that neither he nor Cy will be on a basketball broadcast tonight. What? I mean, think about it. Jeff's going with the football team, so he's not going to call the game. Oh, Cy does home, home games. ESPN yeah. Plus games. No Jeff, no Cy tonight calling games. Wow. They're going to be uh, in their homes watching the Pirates. That's going to be a weird feeling for those guys. So Definitely. There you go times are changing so me and you got to bring them through that's right when the when the, the pirates when the pi- <laughs> chandler I'm, I'm t- listen listen for the pirates look listen look and the three out of the corner look it's a good team over there chandler and he makes a good shot sigh look listen <laughs> listen to me <laughs> <laughs> when the pirates need to draw that that inner strength when they're on the court they look over at jeff and Sai. but tonight they're going to be on the bench looking into their cell phones at us and getting that strength from us chandler so we got to pull them through pirates are a 13 point dog we love the pirates plus the points tonight wait a minute you wait. know how we, we you know how we could fix this fix what we can get Jeff Charles and Cy Seymour <laughs> in this building with us tonight yeah. and have them do the and have them do play by play. I sent out a uh, <laughs> I sent out an invite to a, a big name, but he had a conflict and could not join us. And ah. It was going to be awesome, so uh, I'm going to awesome. keep trying a big this big fish to get him in for one of these watch alongs, and it'll happen one day um so looking forward to that it's gonna be fun at seven o'clock tonight pirates and sooners all right what else we got going on we got football going on east carolina and navy pirates are favorites going to annapolis this weekend surely let's hear a couple minutes of mike houston from yesterday as he uh talked to the media oh uh, oh oh i forgot uh, to tell you we have that no 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 it's not that you forgot to tell me i knew it and that was the one thing i did not load i had everything else load them up for me shirley rhodes uh, so we can on. hear some mike houston as Give he me just uh, a second you have an opportunity to get this file out Give it's me a tough just file a second. is it a we're going to play this file what do you think about the bunch of words that are coming up got it bunch good bunch it's a good bunch yeah. i got it i got it let's you hear the fine tune let's hear mike houston from wednesday good wednesday practice so uh uh you know the heavy heavy physical stuff for the week is uh finished gotta have a great thursday tomorrow to get ready for uh saturday questions 
Coach, I know E-70 took the job here. You wanted, uh, you know, the November COVID games to really mean something to these people. Now that you're in this position, how excited are you to take your team up to Annapolis? I mean, you're going late November to Navy with a lot riding on it. I mean, that's, that's what you want. I mean, that's what our fan base wants. That's what we all want. And it's, uh, that, I mean, it's, that's pretty special. I mean, it's, it's exciting. I mean, that's a big change from 2019, no doubt. This is your time of year, and you've got this team moving in, in the right direction at the right time of year. What's your sense of, uh, of, of the momentum overall and, and how things set up for this weekend for you guys? Well, we got our work cut out for us. I mean, in my, in my opinion, this is going to be our toughest road game of the year. It's, uh, you're, going, you're going to play a very good, very good football team with a veteran coach that's won a ton of games. Um, we're facing one of the better defenses we faced all year, you know, triple option offense. Uh, they're very good on special teams. I just think, you know, we 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 have, we're going to have to play just as well as we played all year in order to have a chance to get the win. So it's, uh, you know, a lot of urgency at practice. Um, you know, just uh, you know, we just got to understand what we're, what we're going into up there. I mean, it's it's, it's going to be a challenging environment. All right, there's part of Mike Houston from Wednesday. We've also got some Donnie Kirkpatrick and Blake Harrell audio to get to. If you want to see the video on that. You can check it out on our YouTube page uh, at Pirate Radio uh, TV on YouTube. We have all of our videos, this show, the Brian Bailey show, our coach interviews, and uh, you can watch us live there tonight at 7 o'clock as we're here with you for ECU and Oklahoma. Uh, but we'll, uh, if we have time, hear more from Coach Houston and also from Donnie Kirkpatrick and Blake Harrell. All right, uh, coming up tonight, kind of getting lost in the shuffle here. I didn't know who played Thursday night football until Wager McGee joined us yesterday. And we'll talk to Jeff Nadeau coming up next hour, but I was talking to him earlier. He didn't know who was playing tonight. Chandler said, hey, who's playing Thursday night football tonight? I uh, didn't know. Until, about five minutes before we went on the air. I was air. about to say, about 20 minutes ago, I did not know who was playing tonight. We got uh, – why is that? Is it because the ECU has – is winning and has six wins. We got college basketball going on. But why are we not paying attention to the NFL? I mean, you've got guys like Wager McGee and Jeff Nadeau not knowing. Well, Wager no, knew. Wager didn't know. W- Wager knew, but Jeff Nadeau not knowing. But he's a college basketball guy. So with the transition to college basketball, why didn't sure, you know it? Because I'm not a football guy anymore. <laughs> when did that change? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Today? No, I'm just not a primetime guy anymore, and I'm very upset. You're more of a 1 o'clock guy Sunday? Yeah. All right. I didn't know that well, about you. you know, this past Sunday it was 4 o'clock. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of made a commitment to myself to watch all the Monday night games and some of the Thursday night games. I don't think I've watched a single Thursday night game except the Panthers and Texans. Hold on. what? You're not very good at your commitments, are you? No. Nah. Yeah. I tell you what I am committed to tonight. What's that? This watch along, baby. All right. Way to be all in on that. Patriots Falcons tonight right here on Pirate Radio on our radio airwaves. Our watch along, by the way, will be Facebook, YouTube only. Uh, college football tonight. I think Jeff Nadeau uh, will have a play on this game. It will be uh, from the ACC, Louisville and Duke. I believe that is the matchup. Let me make sure. Uh, going on at Wallace Wade Stadium. Yes, that is tonight a Thursday nighter in Durham and Louisville. Big favorites over the Blue Devils coming up tonight. So that's what's going on in football. 
Uh, also, uh, just taking a look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard, once again, games going on in college basketball all day. And right now, St. Bonaventure and Boise State are going back and forth. This is at a tournament in Charleston, South Carolina. The Bonnie's up 41 to 40 with 15:41 left to go in the second half. So a good one there. Uh, also, earlier today, Davidson lost by 11 to New Mexico State. That is part of the Myrtle Beach Invitational that East Carolina is in. Right now, the other game on the other side of that bracket in Myrtle Beach, uh, all knotted up at halftime. Penn and Utah State are tied at 21, uh, 28 apiece right there at halftime. Coming up later today, uh, going on in Charleston, it'll be Clemson and Temple. That coming up at around 4.30. Uh, the game on the other side of the bracket in Myrtle Beach, let me find that one real quick, will be a matchup between Indiana State and Old Dominion. That is tonight at 9.30 uh, in the Myrtle Beach Invitational. Arizona State, San Diego State playing late night tonight. So a lot of college basketball going on here on this Thursday. Marquette Ole Miss will play at 7 o'clock on ESPN2. Uh, West Miller, Cincinnati Bearcats in action tonight against Presbyterian if you want to check out what the Bearcats have to offer later on in the year. Uh, some matchup, matchup involving North Carolina teams, Charlotte and App State at 6.30 tonight. So, I, I mean, I'm not, like, done with football and fully into, like, basketball mode, but I have enough room in my sports life for college basketball and college football and NFL. Bring it on. Bring it. Bring it. Don't sing it. Write it. Write it. All right, let's take a timeout. When we return, really looking forward to catching up with Dominique Davis, former East Carolina quarterback. That'll be the first time we've talked to Dominique since he left Greenville, left East Carolina 10 years ago. So uh, looking forward to that. We will talk about his career here at ECU, what he's been up to in the last 10 years. Uh, Go over some memories from his playing days here at East Carolina and talk about that record-setting day in Annapolis for Dominique, where he set the record for most consecutive completions in college football history. That's on the way when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Dominique Davis joins us after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT expert since 2006. They are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care uh, take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All righty, back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Still to come on today's show, Kevin Monroe joins us to talk pirate football. At around 4 o'clock, the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, looks at what's going on in the world of sports gambling on this Thursday evening and on into the weekend and in the 5 o'clock hour. Troy D, touchdown Tony Collins. will be here talking Pirate football and more. And then tonight at 7 o'clock, 
we have a live watch along on facebook live and on youtube chandler and i will be here watching east carolina and oklahoma giving away pirate radio t-shirts and it is presented by familia see see this giant sign here familia fire tower road and we're gonna have some awesome pizza and wings tonight and chandler chandler are you he's trying to zoom the camera back out so he good lord so this sign here (laughs) (laughs) oh 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 this sign can you see it oh we can now i guess all right uh familiar awesome food i prefer the build your own pasta get a little linguine with alfredo throw some shrimps and some italian sausage in there that is my go-to dish at familia tonight we'll be having buffalo chicken pizza cheese pizza and buffalo wings buffalo chicken pizza the bomb the bomb bomb. the bomb so looking forward to that tonight and we're gonna uh, have fun with the sign during the game chandler i thought about making some signs for tonight's game i think i'm gonna make one that says i'm a brandon suggs guy okay um and that's and I, about as far as i've gotten on it i'm gonna get one that says i'm a brandon johnson guy okay uh, i want my hair like brandon johnson it's a long it's a lot of words i want my hair like that dude <laughs> that but dude number 23 he is that dude i'm excited for uh seven o'clock tonight also excited for our next guest joining us on the fixed nc live line because it's the first time we have talked to this guy since he left east carolina 10 years ago i can't believe it's been that long since dominique davis was slinging it around for ruffin mcneil and the pirates and uh putting up some big numbers and uh breaking records against navy the only time east carolina was able to knock off navy and we talk to him now as he joins us on the fixed nc live line dominique davis joining us on pirate radio live dominique great to hear from you man appreciate your time how you doing today what's going on man it's been a long time man it is i was thinking about it i don't think we've talked to you since you left 10 years ago and man a lot has happened in that 10 years and uh we'll fill in the blanks on some of that but dominique uh, before we get started tell everybody uh what you're up to these days uh, right now, I'm in uh, Ottawa, Canada. I'm playing in the Canadian Football League. Uh, we're heading into our last season right now. And, um, yeah, I've been up here, been in Ottawa for the past four years and been in the Canadian Football League for uh, eight seasons now. So I've, I've been been pretty busy trying to uh, continue my career. And, uh, yeah, just still still going at it and dominique uh a long way from uh from here in greenville but uh man there's been a lot of uh ecu flavor there in the canadian football league and stanley bryant's had a good career up there emmanuel davis is now retired but he uh had some good years there in the cfl so even up there in canada you you probably run into some pirates every now and then right oh yeah and you you can go deeper than that you had uh marcus crandall oh yeah uh, uh khalif mitchell uh it's, it's, it's been uh, quite a few guys from East Carolina up here representing. And uh, uh, Jordan Williams, the, he, he's a, a rookie right now up here who's, who's representing for 
Yeah, number one uh, pick in the draft, Jordan Williams, uh, former East Carolina linebacker. We're talking to Dominique Davis. Dominique, when you first uh, left East Carolina, you did spend some time uh, a couple of years with the Atlanta Falcons, right? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't drafted. I, I got picked up as a free agent. And, uh, yeah, I had to work my way up from fourth string to second string and end up getting a, uh, another contract the year after. And, um yeah, it was it was a it was a fun two years being with the Falcons. Dominique Davis joining us. Uh, Dominique, you came to Greenville, and and your first year was Ruffy McNeil, Lincoln Riley's first year here at East Carolina. But you were recruited uh, by Skip Holtz and, and his staff, right? Yeah, um, leaving Boston College, going to uh, junior college, East Carolina was actually the first school I called, and. Uh, they they didn't reply right away. They they started reaching out when I got to my junior college, and then I came on a visit, and uh, yeah, I, I was sold on my visit uh, with Skip Holtz and Todd Fitch, the office coordinator, and um, yeah, it was it was just kind of kind of kind of strange, and I was in no man's land when those guys left and wanted to go uh, to USF, basically in my hometown, and, and wanted me to. Uh, follow him, but I, hmm. I just didn't. I, I didn't feel it in my heart to to do that. And uh, they they end up hiring Ruff uh, like a week a week or two later, and uh, he got hired. Then the very next day, what that night after he got hired, he called me, and then he came to my house. Him and Lincoln came to my house the next day and told me they still wanted me. So I I was all in from there. And Dominique, uh, Skip Holtz and his staff, uh, man, put together some really good teams here, won two conference championships. But the offense uh, at times left uh, something to be desired. Now, Ruffin McNeil and that offense with, with Lincoln Riley and then, you know, Donnie Kirkpatrick, who's still here today at East Carolina, that's got to be a quarterback's dream to play in. So, uh, how much fun did you have slinging it around those uh, two years at East Carolina in that offense? That's exactly like you said. It's the quarterback's dream to to throw the ball basically every single play and, and put up big numbers. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I only got to enjoy, you know, being in that system for two years. And you saw what I could do in those two years and the guys who came in after me uh, with Lincoln, uh, what they could do. So if, if you're in his system and you can, you can pick it up quickly, yeah, you're going to put up big numbers. And if you're in the right – system or on the right team like like Oklahoma yeah if you <laughs> as you can see his past quarterbacks have been you know Heisman winners or right there in the running to be a Heisman winner so and they all first round second round draft picks so being with Lincoln and uh learning everything from him is, as long as you can you know put up big numbers and, and do good things on the field and off the field you should you should have a successful career Talking to Dominique Davis on the Fixed NC Live line. What a debut for you and, and Ruffin McNeil and uh, the 2010 Pirates, Dominique. You go 27-46, 383 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, big days from 17, Dwayne Harris and Lance Lewis and those targets that you had out there. But, of course, the game ends on a Dominique Davis to Justin Jones. Hail Mary to give the Pirates the win on that Sunday. And, uh, Dominique, had you ever thrown a Hail Mary before that, completed one, and have you completed one since? Uh, that Tulsa game. That was my first and last time completing <laughs> a Hail Mary, and I, I haven't. As a matter of fact, I did have a chance up here, uh, like my 
fourth or fifth year in the CFL, we had a Hail Mary, and I actually did complete it, but uh, it, it got completed on the one-yard line. <laughs> and, uh, other than that, man, I haven't came that close in years. That was uh, that was quite a moment at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium that day, and uh, of course you guys were able to go on and play in the Military Bowl, and uh, Dominique Davis a couple years here. And Dominique, another reason I wanted to to get you on this week, I saw you tweet out uh, a, a tweet about the Pirates going back to a bowl for the first time since 2014, which is awesome. And it happens to be Navy Week, and East Carolina has one win in school history against Navy, and that was when you uh, broke a record in college football. Uh, In 2011, the uh, completions record, consecutive completions record, breaking the record of uh, national champion T. Martin at Tennessee and Aaron Rodgers, of course, who is uh, still playing in the NFL today. Uh, You went into halftime of that game against Navy, 26-26. And I remember we asked you about this at the time after the game, Dominique, but uh, take us back there. Like when you're completing that many passes in a row, are you aware that a ball has not hit the ground yet uh, when you're in that kind of zone? Uh, man, I did not know until uh, a reporter walked up to me while we while we were uh, walking in the locker room at halftime, and she and she told me I just broke a record, <laughs> and I was like, record for what? She was like, you just completed 26 passes in a row. I was like, whoa, and. That's when it. That's when it hit me. I was like, "Oh, oh shit! I'm in the zone." <laughs> this, this is this is what being in the zone feels like. And then we come out the very uh, the next half, and the very first play, I throw an incompletion. Of course, it's like a no hitter in baseball. You're not supposed to talk about it, right, Dominique? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Uh, but you ended up, you go 36 when you go uh, the, the 10 completions the previous game and 26 against Navy and uh, and had that 36 uh, number there. Dominique, uh, I guess you can speak to it. It's tough to beat these midshipmen. We know what they do offensively, uh, but, man, you got to make your opportunities count when you, you play a team like Navy. East Carolina's a favorite in the game this week, so maybe we can finally get back in the win column. But it's still crazy to me. You're the only quarterback that's been able to beat Navy at ECU. Man, it is wild because the the year the year before, uh, oh man, Navy basically killed us. Yeah. So going into that next season, going into camp, it was like week one, the first week of camp, and we don't play Navy until like week nine, and we're already preparing for Navy. <laughs> <laughs> already preparing for Navy just because the the stuff they do on offense is is wild. Is 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 so simple, but. They run it so well, and they chop block and do all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, man, it, it was it, it was it, it was wild. But uh, yeah, I mean, as an offense, you gotta you basically gotta put up points every every possession because you the way Navy runs their offense, they're gonna shoot down the clock, and they're they're not gonna make mistakes, and they're did a great job of getting in the end zone whenever they could, especially in those years when they were, you know, a, a top, a top ranked team in the nation. So yeah, man, it's hopefully we can make it even at what we, what one and two in the past, the past three, three times we played. Yeah. One and seven overall Dominique. So we need to, uh, we need to get another one in the win column this Saturday. We're one and seven overall. Yep. 
okay, well, we got we got to change that around. <laughs> we're going to make it two and seven. Yes, sir. Dominique, a lot has changed in the last uh, 10 years since you've been in Greenville. And, of course, Ruffin McNeil was fired from East Carolina. Uh, that wrong was righted recently when he was inducted into the ECU Hall of Fame. And I think some uh, fences have been mended there between East Carolina and Ruffin McNeil. You mentioned Lincoln Riley uh, now at Oklahoma. You have had a long pro career up uh, in Canada after time in Atlanta. So uh, a lot can change in 10 years. But but speaking on Ruff specifically, Dominique, what, what sets him apart from other coaches you had? I mean, everybody I talked to, has a high approval rating of Ruff McNeil, the man. Uh, how about you and, and your relationship with Ruff uh, back then? Uh, yeah, I mean, Ruff, Ruff made, made you feel like you was you was part of a family. And Ruff got to, he, he got to get to know you and to see, you know, uh, what are your goals and expectations. And he would push you towards that and – that's what me personally I respected about him the most. So when he he gets on guys, you receive it so much better because you know he's pushing you towards your your goals. So for that reason, man, I, I would run through a brick wall for for, for Ruffin McNeil and still to this day he's uh one of the greatest one of the greatest men I've ever met and one of the greatest men I'll I'll ever uh I'll ever cherish. Dominique, you played with some great players here, and uh, we had South Carolina on the schedule earlier this year, so we went back and watched that 2011 South Carolina game, and man, you and Lance Lewis were hooking up early and often. Also, the freshman uh, at the time, Justin Hardy, having his first touchdown. That was a great first half in Charlotte. The second half didn't quite go the Pirates' way. But uh, a guy I want to ask you about, Dwayne Harris, when people ask me, like you know my favorite pirate or or the best football player at ecu i go dwayne harris i don't think i don't think he's the best receiver because we've had so many great receivers but he's the best football player and he wasn't the biggest guy or the fastest guy but man on the field he was an absolute warrior uh what, what do you remember about 17 and being able to hook up with him on the field man uh times will probably change now but uh yeah, ten, 10 years ago and before that, if when you thought of East Carolina, you thought of number 17. Number 17 is East Carolina. So I, I was, even me being at another school at Boston College, I always admired Dwayne. I was like, mm. oh, man, that number 17 from East Carolina <laughs> is a dog. Like, he, he's a beast. And then all of a sudden, I'm here at East Carolina, and I was I was so ecstatic. Like, oh, my gosh, I, I possibly get to throw the ball to Dwayne Harris and it's just amazing being out there with him on the field, and, and, and you can see the things he does, and it's it's amazing, man. It's he's he's definitely uh, one of the best football players I've ever played with. And Dominique, you were a lot of fun to watch too, man. Uh, here in Greenville, and and again, you're still uh, in your football career. Well, what's uh, what's the next chapter of Dominique Davis's life? Are you going to stay in football in some capacity? Do you do you want to get away from the game eventually? Uh, do you ever think about that, Dominique? Oh no, no, no. Uh, whenever I'm actually done playing, I actually want to continue to you know stay in football. And uh, my plans is to be uh, a coach or some type of of um, scout. So um, the the experience I have and everything I've been through in my career, uh, I feel like I'll be a good coach because I can put my arm around you when you need it and I can 
uh, I can light a match up in you if, <laughs> if I have to. So, uh, yeah, I mean, everything I know now, I, if I knew in high school, right. oh, man, I would have been better off. Yeah. So I want to take what my wisdom and my knowledge, I want to give it to the the younger generation so they'll be better off when they get to uh, – my, my point in my career. Well, that's great. Dominique Davis joining us. Uh, Dominique, all the greats that have been through here with uh, Jeff Blake and David Garrard and Marcus Crandall and, and you know, after you, Shane Carden and, and now Holden Aylers. Uh, your name still comes up, man. So, what's that? Keep going. There's so many other <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. It's a long list, man. There's so many, man. So many. Yeah, and and your name's up there with them. We uh, we still talk about you here in Greenville. So even though uh, you're you're ten years removed and you're up in Canada, uh, we we still uh, know the name Dominique Davis down here. So uh, have you have you ever? And I guess since you're playing Dominique, it makes it difficult. Are you ever able to to get uh, here to Greenville? Have you ever been? Have you been to a game since you uh, you played? I have not been to a game uh, since I played. I've I've been. Uh, I came back. Uh, I think my rookie year in the NFL, mm-hmm. and it came to a spring game. But other than that, I have not been back to a game, and I do plan on coming back home and and seeing everyone and and uh, seeing how how things are, how, how how things have changed. I know, like you said, it's been ten years. I know it can't look the same. I know it's the new press box <laughs> and everything. Yeah, <laughs> I can't I can't wait to actually see all that stuff in person. Yeah, that'd be great, man. Uh, but keep up the good work uh, with what you're doing now, and and we'll get you back here to Greenville at some point. Dominique, it's been awesome to catch up with you, man. Really fun to to go back some of these old memories and uh, talk about your days here. And and uh, we wish you nothing but the best. And we'll keep in touch. We'll do this again down the road, and uh, and come see us sometime when you're done playing, Dominique. Oh, most definitely, I will. It's always good to reminisce on good times. All right, there he is, Dominique Davis, joining us today on pirate radio live hard to believe the first time we've talked to dominique since he left greenville and part of that is he's been busy playing and hasn't been uh, able to get back here to greenville but you could hear it there uh he's excited to to get back here and and one things that put him on my radar this week and this is really cool when you see former pirates tweeting uh i see your pirates go pirates uh and and that's what happened uh saturday dominique davis uh, who is not very active on social media, at least on Twitter, uh, was pumped up after the Pirates got their sixth win on Saturday. So that kind of put him on my radar, and we were able to connect with him and really wanted to talk about that Navy game. And how about that? The, the classic. And by the way, I mean, this takes me to – we talk a lot about superstition on the show. We've had Will Bland, Rose coach on three weeks in a row at the same exact time on the same day because we want to keep the mojo going. Wager McGee and I talking yesterday – about texting during a game literally yesterday we talked about that northern illinois is up 14 points last night wager says something about giving out free winners i hope you, your listeners are appreciative and i said you're mr mac but again stop don't text during games and he's like no this is fine i'm not gonna screw this up buffalo scores 14 in a row and it goes to overtime what a moron he is and I told him this is on you. Now, Northern Illinois ended up winning in overtime. So he's kind of he's off the hook. He had a great day on his Mac picks, and I appreciate that. But don't text during games. And when a quarterback is 26 of 26, don't go up to him and say, Hey, you're 26 of 26. 
you got a perfect game going because then what happens on the first throw of the second half it goes incomplete streak over so the best thing we can do folks is not talk about anything because something bad will happen well show's over surely <laughs> all right cue up the uh jimmy hendrix with that being said the pirates are going to win tonight in basketball bingo yes sir against the oklahoma sooners chandler and i will be here seven o'clock facebook live are, and youtube we're going to debut a handshake we got a new three-point handshake that uh we have practiced on for weeks and we are going to debut that i like how you said that we're going to debut a new handshake tonight at seven o'clock stay tuned for that and i have an igo update will steven igo be joining us tonight on the watch along Uh-oh. i will let you know his response to my call out uh when we return on pirate radio live the bonnies are up by two st bonaventure 61 to 59 4 47 left to go in the second half over boise state we'll have a uh, buccaneer music hall scoreboard update when we return presented by dubuck dubuck and have more for you to wrap up our number one here on pirate radio live back with you after this listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by university pc care your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now back to the show welcome back dominoes of greenville has three locations uh, to take care of you take advantage of the week-long carryout deal of all three topping pizzas for only $7.99. Order online today at dominoes.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Long day of uh, being at this table and microphone because Chandler and I will be with you at 7 o'clock tonight for East Carolina, Oklahoma. A live watch along presented by Familia. We'll be giving away uh, Familia gift cards and Pirate Radio swag. So hang out with us tonight and watch the pirates on facebook live and on youtube um next time we do this we're gonna have to do our invites like a football coaching search where we try to we won't make the invites public because we've been turned down by a lot of people to hang out with us tonight and it's starting to kind of show um what people really think about me and i gotta take a long look in the mirror and just realize that people don't enjoy hanging out with me chandler you're kind of forced to as the producer of Pirate Radio Live. But you know what? I enjoy hanging out with you. <laughs> Thanks, Chandler. The thing that hurts me the most. What hurts the most was being so close. Okay. Just like the song said one Somebody time. once said. But not just people not wanting to hang out with us. Yeah. But people not wanting to watch a game with us. I want people to be able to say, I want to watch a game with that guy. That guy. You're that guy, pal. I am that guy, pal. You're that guy. I'm that guy, pal. What's Shirley doing? You are that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Yeah, I think it's kind of a slap in the face to me and to Joe Dooley and ECU basketball. Yep. So I mean, here's the guy that covers the team. Who are we talking about right now? uh, Steven Igo? No. Isn't he going to be here? Well, do you want to know the update? 
so we called Igo because I wanted him to tell me like a man and like a coward. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted him to tell me like a man or a woman, a human, a person, a Homo sapien. Just say, you know what, Clip? I I, I can't make it. I'm going to Annapolis. I'm gonna be traveling this weekend. I, I'm gonna stay home tonight. Instead of giving me the runaround, giving me the the maybe, we'll see, perhaps, possibly. Cut all that crap out. Cut it out. Yes, check yes or no, as the song check once said. Check yes or no. So we called him. If he wasn't going to tell me face to face, I figure, you know what? Let's phone call. Just just call us on the phone. Give us the yes. Give us the no. Not only did the yellow belly coward not tell me face to face not make a phone call he brought his son into this oh the baby shield i go used slater his child as a shield in a picture took a picture of him feeding the baby and said slater has asked me that baby can't talk can't talk we all know that baby can't talk yet no way Baby no way. Baby ain't said mama. Baby ain't said dada. Nothing. Baby ain't said a word. Nothing. This is a lie. None. He said Slater has asked me to stay and watch the game with him tonight, so I'll not be able to attend the watch along with a picture of him and his baby. To use your child like that is sickening. Bring the the vomit bucket over because I'm going to be sick to my stomach. Quit hiding behind the baby and show up here at the... Bring Slater, or we'll, or we'll help the, change him. At the very least, put the baby down. Don't throw the baby. Just put him down gently. Pick up the phone, call, and say I will not be there. But to use the baby as a shield. Oh my God! Disgusting. Just a that. I mean, look. Oh. I want people. I don't want to tell people how to think or what to think. I want people to draw their own conclusions, but that that shows uh, a, a lack of character to me. Yep. Personally, you don't. Maybe you don't feel that way. That's how I feel about it. The character is definitely la- lacking there. And to say the baby has talked and asked you to what stay home. What a liar! Home. What a liar! The baby's first words are, "Dad, uh, can you stay home and not go hang out with them idiots tonight?" Hey, what's he gonna say next, Dad? Hey, Dad, you want to go grab a beer? I mean, get out of here. Hey, pops, you wanna go play catch in the backyard? I mean, this baby's what four months old. The baby can't talk. All right, so uh, a burglary, a burglar, a burglary. Stephen Igo uh, will not be here. Now we got another problem. Oh no! Tony Dunn chiming in. Imagine listening to this segment and not getting an invite. <laughs> now we got. <laughs> this is all going to end up with just everybody <laughs> hating us. I mean, try to do something nice. Try to do something for the people. Have fun. It's all about having fun. It's all about smiles laughter joy and it all just ends up in pain and pain and pain joy and pain joy and sunshine pain. and rain yeah sunshine and rain Ooh. oh man well so anyway we'll have fun together um i'm trying to go away from the blake harrell stuff i don't want him to legitimately hate me 
but people are still chiming in with blake carroll things oh no <laughs> from earlier in the week you have uh <laughs> created a monster uh robert had a pretty good one um hey since the baby can talk the baby can come and ha- talk about the game with us what a joke robert says blake carroll follows bryce williams around and places rescued turtles back on the road <laughs> it's pretty good <laughs> pretty good uh steve <laughs> said blake harrell likes igo's wishy-washiness johnny our basketball guy johnny gardner johnny says is ronnie gonna make a brief step out of retirement from sports media and make an appearance uh i brought this up to ronnie back when he was covering the team and he quickly changed the subject so <laughs> i don't think he's interested either he also has a child does it speak let's see <laughs> what did his baby say hey look Wes hines has memories from when he was six months old that's it is, i mean it is possible that igo's child can speak at this point how much do you believe that uh mike says more like steven i go to great lengths to let friends down <laughs> steven igloo good one mike good one god we got some mm-hmm. funny listeners man <laughs> funny peoples we got some we got some uh rodney dangerfields out here hey hey look at this guy all right let's take a break we'll come back kevin monroe joins us balls up hey he never lets us down he'll be here to talk pirate football the pirates are going bowling where does kevin want to go bowling we'll also talk navy and more hour two of pirate radio live on the way after this baby can't talk Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is sponsored by Signs and Tint, Eastern North Carolina's choice for window tinting, signs, graphics, wraps, graphic design, and more. Visit Sign and Tint today at 801 Staten Road in Greenville or book an appointment online at signsandtint.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in Eastern North Carolina for over 83 years. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clipper Rock. All right, Bonnie's win, Bonnie's cover. St. Bonaventure 67-61 over Boise State, staying in the winner's bracket in the Shriners Children's Charleston Classic. Right now in the Myrtle Beach Invitational, it is Utah State 57, Penn 56 uh 312 left to go in the second half east carolina will face one of either utah state penn davidson or new mexico state depending on who wins who loses and if ecu wins and loses so keep an eye on the myrtle beach invitational got a good one going on uh there late in the second half pirates and sooners tonight at seven east carolina a 13 point underdog and hang out with us on Facebook Live and on YouTube. We'll be watching the game at 7 o'clock. Got some great giveaways courtesy of Familia. All right, let's head out to the Fixed NC Live line. Oh, by the way, those scores brought to you by Buccaneer Music Hall. Da Bach. Da Bach. Let's head out to the Fixed NC Live line and talk to former Pirate, former Panther, the color analyst on the Pirates IMG Learfield Sports Network. He is Kevin Monroe. 
and he joins us to talk some pirate football. Kevin, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, Clip. I hope you are. Yes, sir. And, Kevin, your Pirates are going bowling. Uh, what was that like when that ball hit the ground uh, to end it in Memphis? Uh, what was what was going through your brain, Kevin, at that moment? I'm going to be honest, Clip. I got a little teary-eyed. <laughs> you know, just being a, a former player myself, and, you know, I honestly felt like when we left, we left the the university, the football team, in good shape. Yeah. You know, I felt like, uh, you know, we – I think we averaged seven wins a year. We had nine my senior year. And so we, we always kind of felt like, hey, we're going to be just outside the top 25 or in the top 25, guaranteed to go to a bowl every year going forward because we, you know, we've got good recruits. We've got good coaching staff. Like, this is going to just take off. And what's happened since then has just been nothing short of amazing uh, with ups and downs from the Thompson era to the Skip Holtz era. Uh, so on and so forth. And so to, to go six straight years of losing season uh, and then to finally get this thing back on track, was just a great feeling. I just, you know, I just wanted to say thank you to the coach Houston and his staff for what they've been able to accomplish uh, in a relatively short time, you know? And so, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a great feeling to see that ball hit the ground and to know that you got six wins. Kevin, I, I was thankful as well. I, I told the players on Monday, thank you. And, and it's for being an alum, being, you know, a, a fan and also being the host of the fifth quarter having to deal with uh with angry pirate fans thank you for not uh, allowing that to happen saturday uh it was a it was a fun show kevin and uh you weren't the only one to get emotional we heard that quite a bit after the game on the fifth quarter uh that last play of overtime it's great to, to talk to these players to not only get to know them as people as humans and that's a great thing but also to get some insight on what does go on on the field and we talked to dj ford Xavier Smith, Bruce Bivens, it was awesome to hear them say that they had practiced that play all last week that Memphis was about to run. They knew what was coming. It was on them to execute. And I'm just curious, Kevin, as a former player, how often do you know what's coming uh, from the opposing team's offense? Is that something that you you practice so much you kind of know it, but it's up to you to stop it? Or is that pretty rare that you know the play that's coming on the field? No, 100%, you have a good idea every play of certain things that can happen, right? Because of formations, whether it be in the backfield, whether it be from receivers, whether it be quarterbacks under center versus in shotgun, you always have a decent idea of what to expect. And that comes from film study. It comes from film study. It comes from your defensive coordinator doing a great job of breaking down their tendencies. And so that's half the battle is, is, is having an idea of what they're going to do in this play. It's, it's almost like when you, when you watch the NFL and you see guys like Tony Romo you know, uh, broadcasting and, and he's calling the plays where right. it happened. That's not voodoo. That's that's his experience. That's film study. Just knowing what play what plays people run out of certain alignments. So yeah, you 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 always have a good idea. Now every now and then you'll play a team first game of the season with a new coach, new office coordinator, something like that. They have nothing on tape that you can look at. Sometimes they'll even go back to other places that they coached at to get an idea of what they do. But yeah, often you know what to expect. Speaking of knowing what's coming, uh, Navy on the way this Saturday, Kevin. We know uh, what what that triple option is. We just can't stop it. In fact, earlier in the show, uh, we talked to the only quarterback to be a part of a team that beat Navy. That was Dominique Davis. He joined us earlier, Kevin, that game in 2011. Kind of crazy that East Carolina is 1-7 against the midshipmen, and we've had some bad days on defense facing those Navy midshipmen. Now, the Pirates played them tough last year, but Holden Aylers couldn't play. Mason Garcia makes his first start, and and you think if Holden's playing that game, East Carolina, 
uh, has a really good chance to win so how about the 2021 date with the midshipmen and the pirates kevin how you feeling headed into saturday I feel pretty good. I feel a lot better now that they've beaten Memphis and they've become bowl eligible because the pressure, in a sense, is off. Yeah. Because if you go into this game knowing that you have to win, knowing that you, you know, the chances of you beating Cincinnati aren't as good as those other two games that you, uh, that you, you know, the one you just played and the one you're about to play. So it's just the pressure's off. They can play a little bit more free. Um, this is a Navy team that struggled. But you know what? They've been in every game for the most part. You know, they lost – 49-7 to to Marshall, first game of the year. They lost 34-6 to Notre Dame. But pretty much to everybody else, all the scores were within three touchdowns. And so they're a competitive team. Uh, the Pirates know that. So it won't be that hard to get up for them. Plus, they've embarrassed us a handful of times. Like, no team, and we played a lot of big-name schools, no team has hung 70 and 60 and upper 50s, like, repeatedly <laughs> on the Pirates like Navy has. And so there's so many reasons to get up for this game. And, and I, I feel good about this particular Pirate team. And for one, it's because Navy's defense just has struggled. They've been giving up a lot of yards, a lot of points. Uh, and then offensively, they have not been able to score, just averaging 16 points a game. So there's a lot of things going in the Pirates' favor for this week. Kevin, and look, I asked DJ Ford about this. What's his job as a safety against the option? Uh, the guys uh, in the trenches have it a lot tougher with players diving at their their legs and knees and, and taking out their knees and everything. So that's the physical side as a corner Kevin, is it more like is it more mental, kind of keeping your your head in the game, knowing what you got to do, and also being weary of them after running it twelve straight times? That boom, they'll hit you over the top. What about like Jaquan McMillan, Malik Fleming? What what uh, what is their duty this week against Navy? It, it's it's frustrating. Uh, you know, our defense coordinator Tim Rose would always say, you know, you need to double up your mouthpiece this week, get a second chin strap, and be ready to come up <laughs> and make some tackles because they're going to run the ball nine out of ten times. But it is your responsibility to stay deep for the pass. And so if you're not if you're not in the right position at the right time, you will get beat that one time they throw the ball. I mean, I think the uh, the, the starting quarterback has 40 pass attempts uh, on the season through you know nine or ten games. So that's that's not very many. We're talking four four or five passes a game. So um, you, you're lucky to see a pass, and, and you do have to know your responsibilities. But you got to come up and be ready to tackle because there's going to be a point to where whoever has that dive man, whoever has the quarterback, whoever has the pitch man is not where they're supposed to be at the time, and the defensive back's going to have to come up and make a play. Kevin Monroe breaking it down here on Pirate Radio Live. Kevin, uh, going back to that Memphis game for just a moment, there are a few things that would have been headlines if the Pirates would have not got that win in overtime, and that's East Carolina not cashing in red zone opportunities with touchdowns. And also, at the end of the game, they scored, but they left uh, some time on the clock for Memphis, and that has been explained by Mike Houston and Holt Naylor. It's just they're so good uh, red zone defense, goal line defense, then they, they wanted to go fast there. They had them on their heels. They wanted to score. What were you thinking then? Did you and Jeff bring that up on the broadcast at all, Kevin, when the Pirates scored? But could have taken more time off the clock there late in the game. So a couple different things. For one, we needed a touchdown. We couldn't afford to have another, another field goal in that situation. We needed a touchdown. So in, for me, it was get it in the end zone as soon as you can because there's no guarantee. I mean, heck, we were down inside the five-yard line, inside the 10-yard line three times. Came away with field goals, so yeah. it wasn't time. It wasn't time to get cute and and run the clock down too much. Now, once they got down to about the two with the first down, I think potentially they would have been fine with you know running the ball a couple times and getting stopped. But I I don't know if Memphis let them get in on that first play, but it seemed really easy on that first play once they got inside the five yard line. So I, I had nothing negative to say about the the clock management. Obviously, looking back on it, there was some there was some, some time to to run off the clock, but just based on the way we were playing red zone offense, which wasn't very good. Uh, I was happy for them just to get it in. Now, I think if they go back and look at this game, 
they'll realize there were several opportunities where they should have run the ball and they decided to pass it inside the 10-yard line. And, I, and I'm hoping that red zone will be played differently this game than it was last week. Uh, but based on that, if, if had they been more successful inside the red zone offense, then yeah, I would say run off more clock. But in that certain scenario where they'd not been playing very well inside the red zone, I, I was happy with them to score as quick as possible. Kevin Monroe joining us. Kevin has had a uh, a lot of December's off from calling games here the past uh, seven years, but this year, uh, Kevin, the Pirates will be bowling. Uh, I'm sure you've looked at the possible destinations, right? Have you picked out a favorite uh, for you, Kevin? You want to go to Hawaii? You want to stay close to home? What's your preference? I, I would I would love Myrtle Beach. It's somewhere that you can drive. It's somewhere you can take the whole family and not you know not lose your whole whole wallet. Um, so I, I, I'd love that. Um, if we do go to Hawaii, my wife's already told me that she's going with me. So, uh, <laughs> the last time that we went, I think it was '07 or something. Yeah, uh, I, I went by myself, and I still haven't lived that one down <laughs> in Hawaii. So I won't I won't be traveling alone anymore. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. Wherever we go, I think will be great. I, I would prefer warm weather than, than cold. Uh, so I prefer not to go north, but you know, any bowl is a good bowl. So we're, we're excited. Kevin Monroe joining us, Kevin. Uh, let's talk a little NFL before we let you go. Uh, my football team taking on the Panthers on Sunday. I was at the ECU basketball game last Sunday and kept checking my phone for scores and saw that the Panthers scored and I clicked on, uh, you know, the box score and saw that Cam Newton had a uh, rushing touchdown in his first play as a Panther. And I mean, that's why we, we love sports, right? The, the kind of storybook, it almost feels like uh, the writer's room put that one together. So Cam comes back to Carolina, scores a couple touchdowns, and it looks like he's going to get the start on Sunday. I don't know if this thing has a happy ending for Panthers fans, but it certainly had a happy beginning uh, with his return on Sunday. Well, I think these last uh, year, two or three, has humbled Cam some. I mean, he, you know, he's still kind of a beat-my-chest-look-at-me kind of guy. You're never going to get that out of him. But I think it's humbled him just a little bit to, to realize that, hey, this league can go on without you. And I don't think he knew that when he first got into the league. Hmm. So um, a, lot of his, a lot of his issues came from just his attitude and his approach. But he, no one's ever doubted his ability. And so I'm happy to see him be back out there making plays. I think he can be the guy for Carolina, certainly better than what they, what they have or what they've had. Uh, in recent history and so yeah i mean this to have this thing come back full circle to him uh is pretty awesome and kevin your uh cowboys got the chiefs on sunday maybe you wanted to get them a few weeks ago they might have had their get right game uh, against oakland or excuse me vegas uh on sunday night as they look like the chiefs of old how you feeling about kc dallas coming up sunday well i think it may be a little bit of a shootout uh, the good news is dallas does play decent defense these days so hopefully they can get off the field a few times and score some points but the chiefs the Chiefs' defense has, has been some of the worst in the NFL uh, over this season. So hopefully the, the, the Cowboys can put up some points and uh, and get off the field every now and then and find a way to, to scrape out a victory there on the road. Kevin, always enjoy talking football with you, man. Uh, have a great call on Saturday. We'll catch up with you. And, uh, man, got a big home game against Cincinnati looming on the Friday after Thanksgiving. Oh, we, we may not talk to you before thanksgiving kevin so just in case we don't uh, i throw this one out every year what's your go-to side dish at the thanksgiving table not the not the main protein but your favorite side at thanksgiving what do you got oh man yeah my mother-in-law was uh had a great mac and cheese recipe and you know she's passed away since but i, I kind of took that recipe from her and i make it now and my sister makes it so i love some mac and cheese uh, also my my mom uh loves to make some yams and i mm. love a, a nice candy yam so uh both those two would probably be my favorite. All right. Firing people up, getting people ready for next Thursday, Thanksgiving. Kevin, thanks for joining us as always, man. We will uh, talk to you again soon. All right, man. Happy Thanksgiving.
Thank you, Kevin. Kevin Monroe joining us on the Fix NC Live line. Great to uh, talk Pirate football, a little NFL, too, with, unfortunately, a Cowboys fan, but all-around good guy, Kevin Monroe. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Pirates Sooners tonight at 7. What does Jeff Nadeau have to say about that? What does he have to say about East Carolina Navy football? Uh, He's got to play on the college football game tonight. Some other uh, college hoops going on on this Thursday. We'll talk about it all with the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Back with you after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is sponsored by Signs and Tint, Eastern North Carolina's choice for window tinting, signs, graphics, wraps, graphic design, and more. Visit Sign and Tint today at 801 Staten Road in Greenville or book an appointment online at signsandtint.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at piratewear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for Pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. All right, be gl- uh, glad that East Carolina is in the 7 o'clock start time, that block tonight, and not directly after the game prior to it because we got overtime between Penn and Utah State. They're playing... In the Myrtle Beach Invitational, just as East Carolina is tonight at 7 against Oklahoma. So, uh, not going to have to worry about the game getting pushed back or anything yet, unless this goes into 10 overtimes, which I probably just jinxed it. I shouldn't have said it. Shouldn't have talked about it. Uh, but Penn right now has a 66-64 to 64 lead over Utah State as they play 356 left to go in overtime down in South Kakalak. All right, let's... Uh, talk some pirates sooners pirates midshipmen and more as we head out to the fixed nc live line and talk to the big man on campus jeff nadu here on a thursday edition of pirate radio live big man how you doing today pretty good Clip. how are you hey good it's like a uh kind of an appetizer for feast week as i've been watching college basketball inside the pirate radio studios all day and we'll be watching tonight we'll have a watch along seven o'clock on our facebook live and our youtube as east carolina takes on oklahoma and uh let's start there jeff i uh asked you on sunday night to guess the line for ecu oklahoma i think you said 12 and a half and you're all over it i'm seeing it at 13 right now when we talked to you on tuesday you said if you could get anything under 15 you'd probably lean sooners here is that how you're feeling for uh tonight's game between the pirates and the sooners yeah i think ecu loses by 20 or more i think oklahoma is a huge step up from what they've faced so far. I will give them some credit. I thought they've looked okay so far. Uh, you know, I think, and I'm sure you would agree as a fan, I, I was real concerned about, you know, really their front court. I just didn't know if they had the kind of guys that, that I thought would be able to, to deal with it. But, you know, the freshman uh, Johnson's played pretty well for them. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of things. I mean, Winston Tabs, uh, you know, he continues to not really be a factor. hasn't played, I don't believe. Yeah, he's out, and I don't know if he's going to give it a go these next three games. So some issues there. Yeah, and when you look at ECU, I mean, they want to run. I mean, everything about Porter Moser is the complete opposite of that. 
Um, they've been terrific under Groves, the kid in the middle. He's just a polar, uh, similar player to, to Crutwig, who was at Loyola with Porter Moser. The good thing for Moser is he's got better guards, he's got better wings than he had there. Um, I think Oklahoma's a really good team. Um, defensively, they're great. And one thing about Oklahoma that you have to always remember, whether it's Kruger or Moser, whoever, they are very fundamental. They don't turn a ball over. They play good defense. They don't foul. Um, they rebound the ball. They close possessions out. Um, this is one of those games where I think ECU gets sent back to reality very quick. It's a step up, no doubt about that. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Jeff, I uh, love these tournament games going on. Again, next week we'll have Maui. We'll have the Battle for Atlantis, the bigger ones. But you got two going on in South Carolina. East Carolina is in the Myrtle Beach Invitational. And been watching uh, some of the Charleston Classic today. Uh, St. Bonaventure, Boise State earlier. And now uh, coming up um, right now, you got Clemson and Temple getting underway what's the uh what's the outlook on air mckee's team at temple what do you think about their game against clemson jeff yeah I, i'll i'll make it clear i actually am one of the basketball people that I, that I don't like these tournaments i'm not a big fan of them i think they kind of throw off the the routines of a lot of these kids i think they're all real money grabs at the end of the day but um you know, as far as temple's concerned i'm pretty excited for the team they've got uh some big solid guards Obviously, I think they bring the zone back a little bit more this year that John Chaney obviously ran there when Aaron was uh, a student and a player there. Um, had a tough luck loss the other night to USC, which, you know, nothing wrong there. Um, they just didn't shoot the ball real well. But I think that the growing thought is, you know, this is a team that could maybe maybe hang around this year. You know, good guard play, kind of the typical Philly guard type of team. Um, I kind of had this as a, maybe a slight advantage to Clemson. I really thought what they did against uh, – Bryant was impressive the other night, beat a good Wofford team as well. So I think it's a pretty even game. I give the slight advantage to uh, Clemson just on the fact that, you know, I like David Collins. I think he's great. You saw him at South Florida for a lot of years. I just think they're a little bit more talented, but um, I think it'll be a good game. You know, these games are generally good. Uh, they always put good teams down at these conferences and these tournaments. So, yeah, I think it'll be a good game. Anything else, Jeff, college hoops-wise, you're looking at for this Thursday evening? Uh, yeah, I like San Diego State late night against Arizona State. I think it's a great matchup for the Aztecs. They're coming off a, a tough luck loss against a really good BYU team. They didn't shoot the ball real well and still hung right around. Uh, San Diego State's only shooting 15% to start the season from three. Mm. I'd expect with a couple of days off, they get that back up higher. Shouldn't have any trouble scoring against a dreadful Arizona State defense who may be without uh, one of their best players, Marcus Begley, tonight. Keep in mind, um, what's the calling card for San Diego State? Defense, defense, defense. Uh, I think they uh, really overwhelm Arizona State. Overwhelmed them last year. I think they overwhelmed them this year. Another quick thought, Nevada has looked absolutely awful defensively this year. Um, they got blown out the other night against Santa Clara. Now they got to get on the horse two days later and go play a better offense in San Francisco. Um, that Nevada team better get whipped into shape quick because – um, they're playing some really good teams coming up here. They got San Francisco. Then they got to go play South Dakota State. Um, George Mason's been good. So you know, they better figure it out quick. Um, that could be a higher scoring game there with San Francisco. Uh, both these offenses should have some success. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Jeff, uh, we saw NC State get their first loss last night. They lost to Oklahoma State. 
uh also duke uh they've been able to win so far north carolina went on the road and beat charleston you know maybe not a great win to, but to play in a true road environment uh north carolina picking up the win the other night what's your uh boy virginia has looked awful uh to start this season especially the other night against houston what's your take on the acc jeff who are the uh the power teams in the acc uh in your opinion well you know i think it's north carolina i mean obviously you know need to, to get better on defense but that, that's always been kind of a thing with them they, they play with such pace that it's they're not going to be an elite defensive team they have a great front line the key this year is really about the guards you know, rj davis caleb love obviously the the leader of this team i mean he's looked really good so far he's dropped 20 or more in two or three games been money at the free throw line for the most part. Um, you know, and he's only turned it over five times in three games, which is quite good. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if he can continue this play, um, they're going to be really tough to beat, especially with that front line. Some of the guys they have in the perimeter, like, you know, Leaky Black and Kerwin Walton. So, yeah, I, I think the class of this conference is North Carolina. Obviously, uh, the Duke Blue Devils will be uh, of note. Um, they've started the season 4-0, some pretty solid wins against Kentucky, and you know, obviously taking care of business against bad teams, which is what you need to do. So you know, I think it kind of starts with those two teams. They'll be great matchups this year. I think Virginia will get there. I'm not writing off them just yet. Uh, Florida State, I mean, they'll be fine as the season goes on. They start to gel a little bit. I like Notre Dame. You know, They're a team. They beat me the other night, but I think long-term, Notre Dame will be fine. They've got to always get a good offense under Mike Bray, and they hired a guy this year, Clip, that was there in years past that is really a defensive expert. They weren't happy with their defense last year. You look at so far, 17th in the country in two-point defense, and albeit they haven't played great opponents. Uh, but we'll learn a lot about Notre Dame in the next couple of games. So still a good conference. You just have some teams that have started out a little slow. If you want to go the basketball route instead of football this Saturday, always uh, a couple of headline games this time of the year. Villanova, Tennessee, and then North Carolina, as Jeff was just talking about, against a Purdue team uh, that Jeff really likes off to a 3-0 and start this season. Uh, Jeff, let's talk a little football. Any interest uh, in the NFL tonight? Patriots have been rolling they take on the Falcons, kind of a tricky one here. Do they go to Atlanta and take care of business? Or what do you think about the Falcons at home tonight, plus uh, six and a half, seven points? Yeah, Clip, I'll be real. Uh, I didn't know who they were playing until you just mentioned it. Okay. Just, I'm kind of I'm tuned out with, yeah. with the NFL. Just have other things going on. I'll, you know, I'm not a big, you know, kind of standalone guy anyway. I don't really bet these standalone games. So, you know, I'll maybe focus on Sunday, you know, try to find a spot or two that I like. But, um I will say, you know, tonight in college football, I mean, I'm not really sure if anybody's noticed, but it seems like Duke has completely quit. I, I mean, this team has gotten absolutely drilled the last couple of weeks. I mean, lost by 48 to Virginia, lost by 38 to Wake, got blown out by Va Tech, and got blown out by Pittsburgh. I mean, you're getting another tough opponent here in Louisville who are bowl algebra with a win. You've got to figure they'll be excited for this game. I think this team's pretty solid at this point. That was an impressive win last week against Syracuse. Uh, I think Duke quit a long time ago. I'm not really sure why. And I don't think David Cutcliffe's going to remain the coach there after this season. Um, Duke is, is bad. 
Trev Nadeau joining us. So you got some college football tonight. Uh, we'll be with you 11.30 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate on Saturday. Saturday. 3.30 kickoff, East Carolina and Navy. Talked about this one a little bit on Tuesday, Jeff, but where are you leaning in that when East Carolina around a four-point favorite coming up for Saturday? Yeah, I'm probably going to have a small play on Navy. I just I, – I get it, you know, and I kind of mentioned to you, you know, maybe you don't want to jump off a hot team right now, but – you know, I'm starting to wonder. I mean, all due respect, in the last five, six years, the ECU, they haven't won a lot. Okay, let's just be honest. Um, you know, you're bowl eligible, probably partied a little bit. You're excited. The fan base is excited. What are you playing for here? I'm just being real. I mean, you've made a bowl game. You're not making or winning a conference. Um, I think it's really for them playing at the string. No, look, Mike Houston's not going to go in and say, all right, guys, let's just play at the string here. <laughs> right. They're, they're going to play hard, but this is a road game in a storied atmosphere against a program that is very plucky, very uh, tough. You know, they're a tough uh, group to prepare for, especially late in the season off a huge win. Um, And again, it is a road game. So I think it's a low scoring game. I would lean Naval Academy. I've, I'm not as into them as in years past. But one thing you know about them clip, they're never going to give up. They're not going to beat themselves with bad penalties and things like that. I kind of like Navy at this point. Uh, ECU might win, but it might just be like, you know, 24-21, 27-24, something like that. Take the uh, the emotion out of it, and, and you see that East Carolina's coming off a bowl-clinching win and has Cincinnati coming home uh, here next Friday. It's a, you, you add that factor in too, Jeff, uh, a yeah, sandwich spot. So, uh, yeah. Now, by the way, I'm sure they learned this week is a nationally televised game. So ABC, yeah. This is a dreadful spot in all circumstances. Remember last year, Clip, um, you know, the Naval Academy wasn't very good and beat East Carolina 27-23. This might be one where you just throw out the four and just say, you know what, I'll take a little extra. I'll just bank that this is a letdown game, and I don't think it'll mean a whole hell of a lot to ECU. Jeff, it's that time of the year. you got to look at what teams are motivated, what are they playing for at this point. So something to obviously factor in uh, when you're making your picks for college football weekend. Any any teams like on that five-win, six-win bubble or, or trying to get to a conference championship uh, that have extra motivation you're looking at for Saturday? Yeah, there's some big games. Obviously, you know, highlighting two that are kind of off the beaten path. Uh, one would be UTSA. Uh, they're undefeated. They've got a yeah. really tough UAB group coming in. It was off of a big win against uh, the Marshall Thundering Herd. You also have uh, one in uh, your neck of the woods clip uh, in the AAC in SMU. Uh, they have a uh, pretty big game as well. So, you know, those two games are, are very intriguing. You have to ask yourself, you know, is SMU a team that can actually give Cincinnati problems? I'm one to believe they can. We're going to learn. This is a Cincinnati team clip that's really been living on the edge. You look at this opener, it was 12 and a half. It's been quickly bet down to 11. I'm telling you, and I'm thinking about, I think I'm going to grab the 11 here. I think SMU could really challenge Cincinnati vertically. We're going to learn a lot about this defense, and I'll continue to say it. I don't think the Cincinnati offense is that good. They don't have an elite receiver. Uh, Ritter struggles at times to move the football. And again, this has not been a team that's really been deserving of a Final Four spot. They've not blown anyone out. This is the best team they're going to play in a long time. A couple other interesting games. Um, You know, you have coaches that are starting to get fired, Clip. Yeah. I know Washington just relieved uh, Jimmy Lake of duties. 
Uh, Oklahoma, that's a tough game against Iowa State. We've kind of waited all year for Iowa State to have that vintage win. Um, this could be it. Uh, I also have one other spot that I, I definitely like. Purdue is coming off an absolute shellacking uh, by the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, and then they get a lowly Northwestern team who can't stop anything, uh, can't do anything offensively. Purdue uh, might be in a favorable spot here. Jeff Nadeau running down the schedule for this weekend. Always enjoy the chat, Jeff. We'll check in with you for a few minutes on Saturday during the Bud Light pregame tailgate. We'll have a lot of college football to talk about, and we'll talk college hoops as well uh, coming up Saturday with you during our show. We appreciate it. You can check him out on Twitter at JeffNADU. Also, make sure you are uh, hooked up with the Patreon where he uh, makes selections, patreon.com slash BMOC. And if you're into mob history and the mafia, you can check out the Sit Down podcast downloaded today. Jeff, uh, great stuff as always, man. We'll talk to you this weekend. Thanks as always, Clip. Appreciate it. All right, Jeff Nadeau there. Uh, so Jeff and Wager McGee, who we had on yesterday, who have no emotions involved uh, in East Carolina, they look at, at trends and spots, and that's why they're on the side of Navy. ECU coming off a big road bowl-clinching win with Cincinnati at home coming up next week, and it's just the, the circumstance, the spot that they're talking about. They like Navy in right here, but as far as celebrating too much and all that i feel like the, the players are past that over that they want to beat this navy team which ecu's only beaten one time uh in the history of the series and the pirates have bad taste in their mouths from what happened last year against navy uh blake carroll's defense playing pretty well i expect them to play even better this year uh, against the midshipmen and i feel like the offense should play a lot better since Holt Naylor's will be able to be in a quarterback. He was unable to do that last year against Navy. I think the Pirates play well coming up on Saturday. All right, let's take a time out. By the way, uh, put a tweet out that you can chime in. Uh, our first giveaway for our watch-along tonight, Chandler and I will be with you 7 o'clock on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Watch uh, us watch ECU Oklahoma, a second-screen experience. You can have the game on, and you can pull us up on your laptop phone or tv on youtube pirate radio tv our first giveaway of the night for a t-shirt a pirate radio tee and a familiar gift card how much time will be on the clock when ecu hits their first three-pointer go to twitter and respond to that tweet that i sent out give us the time and if you are closest to the pin if you are closest to the correct time when ecu hits their first three-pointer and you're watching us at the time and can claim your prize on facebook and twitter you can win a gift card to Familia and one of our sweet Pirate Radio tees. We got the tie-dye, we got the purple, we got the white, we got the black. So uh, you can be a winner with us tonight. That'll be the first of our four giveaways coming up uh, tonight on our Watch Along. By the way, quick look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. Everything's okay. Pirates play at 7. Still plenty of time between now and 7 o'clock. But Penn and Utah State are in their second overtime how long do they plan on playing i don't know but they'll get out in time for ecu to start at seven o'clock right yeah we hope so all right let's get a break in we'll come back more to go after this
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is sponsored by Signs and Tint, Eastern North Carolina's choice for window tinting, signs, graphics, wraps, graphic design, and more. Visit Sign and Tint today at 801 Staten Road in Greenville or book an appointment online at signsandtint.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff Brock. All right. Pennsylvania and Utah State are playing in the Myrtle Beach Invitational, the same tournament the Pirates will be a part of tonight, 7 o'clock against Oklahoma. And beware of this. There are guys slipping all over the place. A lot of perspiration on the court. They now have two or three towel guys on the court as guys just keep dropping like flies. And luckily, there hasn't been an injury yet, but... Something to keep an eye on for tonight as uh, they're playing right now in double overtime. And Utah State has a two-point lead over Pennsylvania. Quick look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Chandler and I will be with you 7 o'clock live. Watch along East Carolina taking on the Oklahoma Sooners tonight. A rare ECU versus Big 12 matchup in basketball. I'll have to look that up. How many Big 12 opponents the Pirates have played over the years troy d alongside here on a thursday what's up troy hey clip good seats still available for the myrtle beach invitational if you get a wild hair up you know where and you want to go down there tickets are available if you hit if you book it right now you could catch some of the game tonight at seven o'clock um and interesting coastal has a very small basketball stadium very small football stadium but able to put on a pretty big event like this it all comes down to location 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 if they were located like in a you know somewhere not so attractive in south carolina i don't know if they'd be able to pull this off but i think the myrtle beach thing really helps them yeah and uh i don't think they'd have a bowl game if it wasn't for myrtle beach you know the fact that that twenty thousand seat football stadium can host a bowl game and this stadium doesn't look very big this looks like it maybe holds two thousand people yeah you know um there's a tournament going on in charleston as well so the uh the location there getting these teams to down to south carolina to play some basketball i cannot think of the last time ecu's played a big 12 opponent in basketball yeah i'm thinking west virginia maybe somewhere along the line in basketball we did i remember going up against them a number of years ago but i don't know what year i'd have to uh like texas texas tech kansas State, for some reason kansas and obviously we we iowa state for some reason, I'm having West Virginia as the last Big 12 team we played. In basketball? In basketball, yeah. Okay. That's my guess. And I've that's, not looked That's it up. a pretty good guess, I've especially, not, I don't know. you know, geographically, they'd be the closest to us. So yeah. that might be a good call there, Troy D. Uh, I'll have to look that up, see if we have an old media guy. I mean, you know, Jody Jones is no longer here. He Do you think he'd still um, answer, like, personal questions? Like, Jody, I know. You, I think he would, but I know now, you work in North Carolina now, now. But I have a question about ECU. I think he'll get back to you like two or three days later. <laughs> like I, I don't think you'll get the same sense of urgency. Like you're probably respond. right. Tom McClellan might know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll reach out to Tom. Throw that out Let's to Tom. Get an answer in the next. I bet you Tom hits me back uh, within the next uh, ten minutes. With an answer or just with yeah. an I don't know. E- either or. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, yeah. Well. Okay. All right. I got something here, Troy D. I might have found something oh, here. Get it? Well, I've got a list of teams that East Carolina has played against. Okay. So now I will just have to go down the list myself and see if I can find a Big 12 school. Did you see the stat where... Huh. I don't know if this is... Uh, 
going to give me what I want. East Carolina opponent history. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll see if we can find that stat for you. All right, uh, Troy, what's going on with you? Um, it is tough to type and talk at the same time. Have you ever tried that? Quick question: Who's the last Big Twelve team ECU played against in basketball? All right, so we got that time stamped at four fifty-one. What's the over/under on a response? I'll give him ten minutes. Uh, I will go with. I think he'll give you a response, but he won't have the answer. I think he'll get a response within he's, ten minutes without an answer. He's pretty good, though. I'd say I bet you we have an answer. Okay. Yeah. And um, it'll probably be something snide too. Like if you would have read the media notes, it was buried and it was in page three or on the second page, paragraph two. <laughs> That's how I usually get those responses back because it um, probably is in the game notes that we haven't looked at. Ah. Uh, well, this it's makes just, sense, yeah. but this one doesn't really count because TCU was a member of Conference USA. That doesn't count. With it's East be Carolina, present time, not okay. where they are now. They did play TCU. Yeah, um, that's like saying you dated a girl in high school or in, like in junior high, and you went out on a date with a girl, and she became Miss America. You're not dating Miss America. You dated someone before she could be a future Miss America. Right, yeah. We played a future Big 12 team. Right. Heck, we could say we played Houston and Cincinnati. Right. Future Big 12 team. Right, But exactly. that does not count. Correct. And I am struggling to find another on the list. You got me worried, though. I was listening to Nate do before I got in here. And uh, he makes a good point about this being a trap game for ECU football this weekend. If you look at the and, spot, and it's not a that. great spot. I thought about that. Navy's had two weeks to prepare. They had an open date last week. Now, on the flip side, I do think they have Army coming up next weekend. Nah, that or one's that like, too, that like later on. Oh, I was hoping it was next weekend. Okay. Yeah. Um, then we might not get them looking ahead. But it's still, still on the schedule. They actually have Temple the following week, okay. Troy, and they don't play Army until December 11th. Okay, then this is a this is a setup as a trap game for ECU. We're coming off a big win. Uh, it does feel like, okay, wow, we've, we've accomplished this goal that hasn't been done in seven years. But I do also feel like there's still something for this team to play for. Definitely. In, in respect, in trying to uh, really kind of pay back for last year, too. A revenge game, maybe, in many ways. So, I I don't know. I'm torn between which way to go with this. He's coming at it from, you know, no favoritism towards East Carolina. Correct. Just yeah. a neutral observer. And not even really looking at the teams. He's Three looking minutes. at the spot. All right, the question Three. is, so we both had under, but does he have an answer? Three-minute response. So i got to okay. give Tom credit on that. <clears throat> Here, I'll read it verbatim. What is his answer? Sorry, I'm in car. Did you check website, downloadable record book? So I, I nailed it. He would get back to you within 10 minutes without an answer. Yes. And you're and Troy, uh, you should respond, have I ever looked at the record book before texting you before? Why would I do it now? <laughs> here let's say that again tom have i ever checked the record book before texting you period why would i do it now there question mark can i be right. your text writer moving forward <laughs> that's exactly how I, i'm gonna respond there that was voice to text for those of you listening in the car uh all right i've pulled up the record book and all right this is nice and neat troy d actually who knew that you could uh, access information so quickly? Wow. So it's got all the teams. Let's check West Virginia. West, by God. Vir- oh, but Troy, but we didn't play them while they're in the uh, Big 12, so it doesn't matter. What were they back then? Oh, Big uh, East? Looks like the last time we played them was in 2000. So they oh, okay. were probably Big East at that point. Uh, this could be a first ever Big 12 matchup. 
Yeah. I mean, it is possible in basketball. How often we play Big 12 teams? Yeah, pretty much never. Does so, it have us versus the other conferences? Like, you know, Yes, Troy, it does. It has everything. Have you checked the, the mini <laughs> guy that Tom and these folks do such a good job? So let's see. I know what Troy, we, you say they don't do anything over there. You're I wrong. do not say that. Stop that. Now that I already get blamed for stuff I don't that say. That is a all joke. That was a joke. Um, so I know like we're we're like one in like fifty against the ACC or whatever it is. NC State, the only one. Yeah. Let's let's look at let's run down the uh, records. Here. But this has see this is Our like Big current 12. Big Twelve teams. Oh yeah, so this is a little. So now we have to look up the years. But the Pirates are one and zero against Baylor. All right, uh, defending national champions, folks. Uh, now has Baylor always been in the Big Twelve? Well, they've been like Big Eight. Probably not. You're no. right. Now you got a vet Southwestern Conference, I guess. Yeah. Iowa State 0 and 1 lifetime, 2 and 3 versus TCU and the Pirates are 0 and 9. See, TCU I don't think was when they were in the Big 12. I don't think any of these teams was in I, I think I this swear, was I think we played the big uh, we played West Virginia when they were in the Big 12. I'm guessing that's the team. We're 0 and 9. We played them the most. Well, I just told you it was in 2000. I don't think uh Oh, the last time we played West yeah. Virginia yeah so. and this would be our first ever current big 12 opponent i believe it is that's what yeah. we're going with to this point see that gets complicated the history because they've got to show the big 12 current teams but that doesn't mean you played them when they were big 12. yeah i don't know if the big 12 so. was even a thing uh when the pirates played these teams so now i'm trying to figure out when west virginia went to the big 12 we are down a major rabbit, rabbit hole, hole yeah here on the show today this gets uh very complicated <laughs> <laughs> but getting back to my point, I believe this could be a milestone victory for the Pirates tonight. Oh, I when was they, trying to think like biggest non-conference victory. Oklahoma in this trap game for them because you know they're overlooking East Carolina. Sure, and ECU can go out there and just have fun and play loose, and you know they start getting hot. That's the thing about basketball: you get hot, you can knock off anybody, and when you're not, you're not going to beat anybody. Basketball guru Troy D said go. it best right there. Yeah, I mean look look at uh. Who was it? Western Carolina throwing up all those threes? 47 of them? Yeah. Well, I mean, if they make, if they shoot, what, 60, 70%, they win that game. I mean, it's, I have to run the numbers to see what the percentage would be, but they didn't, they didn't shoot well from the three point line. Uh, 2000, Troy, the uh, West Virginia was in the Big East. So yeah. we're going to say, say this is the first ever. Yeah. First time East Carolina has played a Big 12 opponent Modern while they day. were in the Big 12. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going with it. Until proven otherwise, that's what we're sticking with. Prove me wrong. Yeah, this will be a first ever current Big 12 opponent victory. I bet Tony Collins knows. We'll and bring I, him honestly, up. this may be the first time we've ever played a Big 12 team that's actually in the Big 12. That yeah, is what I just said. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, we're in 100%. Kind of what we've been saying clip. the whole segment. We agree. And I'm tired of arguing with you when we agree every time. <laughs> we get in we some not agree. major arguments when we're we on do. the same side. We have known to argue and be on the same side. <laughs> I have to calm you down. I know. Troy, I'm with you. Sometimes I have to just say that is right. Sometimes There's you just get loud. Politics, I yeah. just, it's just I'm talking. <laughs> I used to get in this argument with someone else about this. I'm like, this is just my voice. I'm just speaking. I'm not arguing. It's just like, making a point. Like when Uncle Leo had the uh, angry yeah. eyebrows, he yeah. was he was fine, but he looked angry. Yeah, you sound you sound angry. This is my resting voice. All right, <laughs> we need a break. Yes, we do. Uh, we I will. Heard, speaking of voices, I heard him. He's loud. I didn't see him come in. I heard literally heard him come in. In the house. Touchdown, Tony Collins. In the house. He is loud when he comes in. Patriots are rolling. Pirates are rolling. 
It's a good time. I don't even know. Tony's guarantees are rolling. Does he even know what he's going to do with all these wins? Man. He's feeling good. We'll talk to and Touchdown. I heard, you, I heard you take away a busted guarantee. We need to talk about that. Yeah, we do. That, I don't know. That needs to go to the highest levels of management before we take away a guarantee. I agree. But when an entire season goes by it's and you not do nothing yet. about it. Okay, we'll talk about it. When now we, we disagree. We, we disagree not, about it. Do we this. not disagree? We disagree on this. <laughs> Let's talk about it when we come back. Yeah. All right. Hour three on the way after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700. your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's Clip Rock. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday, hour number three. Clip Rock, Troy D, and Touchdown, Tony Collins in the Pirate Radio Studios. Troy, we're having a conversation about this matchup tonight, 7 o'clock, East Carolina, Oklahoma, and basketball. Is it the first time the Pirates have played a Big 12 opponent? It's not the first time the Pirates have played a team that is currently in the Big 12, but we do believe it is the first time the Pirates will play an opponent that is in the Big 12 at the time of the game. So, Correct. Redbeard says the Big 12 has been around since 94. Baylor was an original member. So if that game against Baylor was after 94, then that was a Big 12 opponent. The Pirates beat Baylor in 74-75. Yeah, so that was before the no. Big 12. Yeah. So, what, now, here's a trivia question. What conference was Baylor in back then? Uh, probably the Southwestern Conference. I'd guess. I would say. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not sure. Yeah, the big Texas conference. Tony, Pirate Hoops coming up tonight. You going to be watching that? Pirate Hoops? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> I was waiting for Tony to go, season started? <laughs> All right. If Are we undefeated right now? We are. If the Patriots Three weren't playing, would you watch? Say, no. say it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, All right, I would. thank no you, Tony. I'm thank you. I would. Yeah, I would. <laughs> Patriots, Thursday Night Football. They'll be on hey, Pirate Radio yeah. tonight. Tony's defense, I, Tony can't get excited until, like, January, February for basketball. Yeah, so usually much. I gotta drag him out yeah. to a game. Yeah, after I, I, football I gotta go over. to a game before I can get excited about it. I, I, I haven't yeah. been invited to one yet. Would you no. like to go? Yeah, I would. All right, I'll take you as my guest. When? Uh, next game. When's okay. our next home game? I think next weekend. They're in uh, Myrtle Beach for the weekend. This weekend. Uh, so. Next weekend. That's the week. Well, that's Thanksgiving, that's Thanksgiving weekend. weekend. We got a uh, game Friday for football. Can you uh, text Tom McClellan ask him when the next <laughs> basketball game is? <laughs> Do you not look at the schedule that we post online? <laughs> Next home game, Troy D, Saturday, November 27th against I, Coppin State. I, would you like to go? Yeah, I would. All right, it's a date. All right. Well, okay. Cool. A lot Tony, of... Hum- Tony Collins. You buy me popcorn? You going to buy me popcorn? Maybe. 
they have that special section, that dollar popcorn. My kids went today for the. Uh, <laughs> what an answer! No, no, I was gonna say they, maybe if it's a they dollar. Had the same deal. Hey, like they had the kids hey, went to hey, educational day. When, when I, when I took me, when I, I took him to New England, drinks, he was in the suite. Dollar. He had free drinks. He had free. It wasn't on free, your dime. What do you mean? Wasn't on my dime. I took you there. <laughs> for, oh, hold on. I had to buy the airline ticket. Oh God, y'all! Are we really doing this? Skybox. Hold on, but it was through you. I will say, but it wasn't all the food. You wouldn't have been up there if it wasn't for me. Yeah, I know that's true. All right, y'all need a neutral party. We ought to really thank Bob. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all need Bob. Y'all need a neutral party here, Troy. How much were the airline tickets? I'm gonna gonna see who came out on top of this deal here. Yeah, I forget. Tony, how much was the sweet dollar popcorn? Tony, going to Tony, go hanging out. In Foxborough with Tony Collins is a lot like what I would imagine hanging out in Memphis, Tennessee, if Elvis was still alive. <laughs> Did we have that much fun? <laughs> oh, yes. I'm like everybody's like Tony, come on in, eat, drink, have this. Thing. They they call <laughs> him uh, they call oh. him Black Elvis. <laughs> this is a true story. All right, so we were staying in Boston. This we've been up there a number of years. Yeah. This is one of the years where we went up there. We stayed in uh, Boston. You had your car up there. I think me and Ellerby flew. Yeah, you met us. So yeah, Tony picks us up at the hotel, and we fly. it's about 40 minutes to Foxborough on a good day, you know, if it's not much traffic or so. So we ride with Tony into Foxborough. We don't have a parking spot. You know, we have tickets to the game, but there's no parking with us this time. And there's a hotel on the complex that's, like, right next to, you know, the whole stadium. Right. It's like Patriot World or Patriot Place, I think they call it. <laughs> um, so there's, like, a Hilton there right next to the stadium. And Tony's like, I'm just going to try and, you know, see, we'll just go up there and we'll pretend like we're seeing somebody. And you know, I'm like, man, this you know that the security at the Hilton's going to be tight with parking because how many people try and probably act like they want to park there or it's going to be like 50 bucks at a minimum. You know, I was like, oh, we'll see. But who knows? So Tony's driving. I swear to God, this is a true story. I'm sitting shotgun. He rolls. We get to the Hilton. And, of course, there's all these security guys. You can't even, like, drive in front of the Hilton without having the right credentials. He rolls down the window, and before he could say whatever scam he was going to try and run, and who was visiting, Damn. Whatever, I don't know. The guy, honest to God, the guy goes, Tony Collins? The security guy, he's like, yeah, hey. He's like, hey, man, how are, welcome home. Good to see you. What are you doing? He's like, well, I'm just going to come, come back for the game. Well, come on in. Park wherever you want to park. Pull the handicap spot. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I mean, guy, he's exaggerating. Run over that I'm old not, lady. Take I'm not spot. exaggerating about the guy recognizing you without you even saying a word and bringing us right in, and we parked VIP. Yeah, and we had a good time, I was like, man, man I got to hang out with Tony and Foxborough more often. And then it's like that in the stadium. It's like we didn't have access to certain places. They're like, oh, you're Tony Collins. It's all right. Go ahead. I'm, I'm with him. Hey, I'm with him. Hey, so Just don't it, get, so, one. So, don't get hey, separated so, from Tony because so, I can so, assure you so, that access doesn't so, happen. So, Cliff, so you hear this story, right? Yeah. I get dollar popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Seems a little unbalanced. but Life, life is good, man. Life is good. <laughs> I'm just saying they had a good deal for the concessions today. They should offer that all the time. What is Tony's friendship worth to you? One dollar popcorn. Yeah. By the way, there are a lot of opportunities to get Tony to Menji's Troy because between November 27th and December 7th, the Pirates have four home games. Oh, wow. So a lot of chances to okay, go see him, Tony. Yeah. Uh, they play Oklahoma tonight on ESPNU. None of these games are that great, though. Look, I mean... Well, no, have you seen the Coppin State, Old Dominion, Garner Webb, North Carolina A&T. Yeah. 
Schedule's been out a while. Hey, which, which one would you prefer? We, get, we just we just need to win. Too bad we don't have Elon. You think, we can, you think we can beat Oklahoma if tonight? If only we were playing Elon this year. <laughs> Who's a point guard? <laughs> Pirates are a... What do you think the line is, Tony? Maybe like 17? 13. Okay. So so I think that's low. Really? Yeah. I, I do. do I, I mean, look, I love to see... Oklahoma just upset. won by 50 over UTSA. <laughs> so. I'm not betting this game. If I was, I think I'd have to... I don't know if the Pirates cover. Well, <laughs> all right. We'll see. Do you? No, but I'm taking the Pirates plus 13. Are you really? Because we'll be watching at 7 o'clock. <laughs> That's good. On YouTube and Facebook Live. Check us out tonight live. Watch along. We got familiar giveaways and Pirate Radio t-shirts. Unfortunately, we don't have the Pirate Radio polo that everybody's wearing today. What's well, me. Shirt. These aren't giveaways. I didn't get the uh, memo on the polo. Yeah. Well, I didn't get It just happened. Yeah. It was like one of these weird things. We just posted the picture on our Twitter page. Well, y'all May, Shirley, and Chandler are all wearing our polo staff shirts today. And you just took a picture. Tony was you, the photographer. You look beautiful. Yeah. In Thank you. How'd that uh, photography good. session go, Tony? Oh, it was it was from hell. <laughs> <laughs> we took about five hundred pictures. <laughs> Because Chandler and Shirley were complaining like, so much. Oh, t- oh, it wasn't no. them. Oh, it wasn't them? It wasn't them. Oh. It was, it was, it was that Shirley. other guy. The other one. Oh. The lighting was terrible. Oh, wait, no. I don't like that angle. Let's just do that again. He's worse than a woman, man. He is. Picture time with Troy is always an adventure. He stopped asking me. I'd get like, I'd huff and puff so much. He don't even ask me anymore. That's true. That is true. I mean, so, anyway. Tony was a new victim. Tony, <laughs> Pirates going bowling, baby. Hey, man, I I, I I love it, man. It's been a long time, man. I'm so happy for the guys, so happy for coaching. Um, just looking forward to see which one we're going to go to. I'm, I'm hoping we go to the to Myrtle Beach one. Then I might go to that oh, one. Oh, wow, that'd, be, that'd cool. be fun. Now, I heard you call in the postgame. Hey, uh, Tony hey Troy and Myrtle Beach is like you in Foxborough. You <laughs> know <with> Troy. <laughs> Let's you, go, baby. You can get into some wild places <laughs> yeah. down there. Just depends which club you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, statue of limitations. Hopefully, uh, down there now. If we make it to that bowl. Uh look, I heard you call the post game. You don't call a post game very often. <laughs> no, I was I was excited. Is, I, I mean, this, this, is, this wasn't watched, like me. I was watching the game. In. You know, this we, is you we, we, we had downed a couple of beers and smoked some cigars on the patio. But man. you were you were a little. It seemed like disappointed. It was almost like you lost a parlay on the game or no, something no, because no, you're no. like. What the hell are they doing going for two? We were all celebrating. You call in. No, you're I, like, I was celebrating. What is wrong with the Memphis coach? What is he doing? Which is a good question. You know, the, but, the, but but that type of call, if if you make it, you're a freaking hero. True. But yeah. if you miss it, you're a freaking idiot. Yeah. yeah. And so, you usually see that type of call more if you're a road team. Yep. You want to sneak it out of there. And, and an underdog. Yeah. Right? Like a yeah, road underdog. Right. It's, it is unusual at home. And I do wonder if they kicked the extra point and made it, then it pushes it into a third overtime. How does this game play out? And I love the, uh, like, C.J. Johnson saying that told me they didn't want to play anymore. But, like, yeah, they didn't want to go to another but, overtime. But, but, you, but, you know, that told me, too, that they they didn't have any respect for us either, man. Because, you know, when you do that to a team, you think you can just make a two-point on them? It's like, we, we well, got it, we got this. And it's not just a two-point. It's the, this it's play the game. is the game. Yeah. This whole game has come down to one play. That's it. Yeah, it was awesome to hear the guys, Tony, Monday on the Players' Lounge. Bruce Bivens, Xavier Smith, DJ Ford said they practiced that play all last week. Like, they saw that look, and right. they knew what was coming. Yeah. And that that was a great feeling for them. All they had to do was execute at that point. And, and, it, and it worked out great. Credit to Blake Harrell on that. Definitely. Who obviously saw that. Yeah. And I assume it was Blake Harrell that, you know, had them practice that. You think uh, he knows what's coming this week against Navy? 
A lot of options. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to guess. He's got a one out of three chance every time. Left, yeah. right, or up the middle. Well, how many games has Navy won this year? Like, like four? No, two. They are not good. But they're Navy. Yeah. And they're playing East Carolina. The yeah. old bugaboo, as yeah. Jeff it's, Charles used to say. I think Coach got something for that option this year, though, man. They I, played I really him pretty did. well I, last year. Yeah, they did. And I have I, – I did – I talked to some folks that are familiar with Navy today, actually, Clip, and they said – the, their defense is not is kind of trash. Is not very good. So uh, they have had trouble stopping people all year. So th- even though you know, I'm not saying we're experts at stopping the option. If you can just slow it down enough, their defense is not very good. And, and we talked about this is a team, East Carolina a team under Mike Houston that loves ball control, that loves to dominate the clock. Look that's, at last week. That's an important part of, of the philosophy. So this would be a good game to actually do that on. Forty-three to seventeen time of possession last week, Tony. Crazy stat. Unbelievable. And and Troy, you're talking about I go yesterday. One of the disappointments, yeah, ECU is our Navy has scored 70, 60, 50 against the Pirates, but our offense really hasn't done their part in these games against Navy. Because if Navy scores and you go three and out, you're not getting the ball back for another seven minutes. Right, which yeah. is a big problem. The offense needs to do their part and then hopefully this year they can. Now last year they threw Mason Garcia through to the fire. Yeah, Holden was out with a, what turned out to be a false positive, right? Yeah, it, it, <laughs> was, it was, and it was uh, last year was kind of an anomaly. Yeah, they still almost beat them with a backup quarterback playing for the first time. It was twenty seven twenty three here at home. So you know, last year though, I kind of throw that game out. I, I heard Nadeau talking about that too. I don't really count that last year because that was such a weird deal. I, if Holden plays that game last year, honest to God, we win that game. I think so. Yeah uh let's see jay says tony played on a wishbone team at ecu when other teams were able to stop our wishbone what was the key so from that perspective tony first you know, down the first down is is the big play for get them behind for the schedule, you gotta right? get them second and nine then you gotta get them what, third and nine because uh, you, you're an option team you don't throw the ball a lot so what mike houston said in the press conference he said that the key is to not let them get third and short he right. said third and short they're gonna hurt you you, you gotta get them third and long yeah first and second downs are, are the most important down you, you and you if you can get a, a option team out three and out that's that's perfect so what's the goal, Tony, on first down? Four yards? Is that a good five? No, I'm saying as an a- offense. A- actually, uh, not even nothing. Uh, a mi- a minus. I'm saying as an offense, what do they want? Like, they feel good with four or five, right? They, want, they probably they, feel they, great they, with They that. want six. Yeah. Yeah, they want six. And you get six, and then you, now you not only Second you got four, four yards to go. Yeah, so. as, which turns into third and one, which yeah. turns into first and ten. Right. So. Got to got to stop them on uh, on first down this weekend. All right, let's get a break in. We'll come back. We got a lot more to go with touchdown Tony Collins, Troy D. Also, we'll open up the booty bag and make you a winner here on Pirate Radio Live. We are back with you after this. listening to hour three of pirate radio live save lives be a hero and make seven hundred dollars your very first month donating plasma at griffles biomat usa it's the easiest way to make extra money start now at biomat usa on 505 south memorial drive make up to seven hundred dollars in a month and save lives now at griffles biomat usa a better donor experience better pay now back to the show welcome back are you one who's been waiting before trying 
CBD? Well, ENS Hemp is the area's leader in CBD, and they want to educate you on how their products work. Get relief from stress, anxiety, fatigue, pain, and PTSD today at ENS Hemp on Fire Tower Road near Sam Jones Barbecue or online at eshempcompany.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All righty, back with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Troy D, Tony Collins alongside. Coming up at 7, Chandler and I will be watching East Carolina, Oklahoma. Check us out on Facebook Live and YouTube. Our watch along will have great familia and a Pirate Radio shirt giveaways for you as we watch the Pirates take on the Oklahoma Sooners. Sooners, a 13-point favorite. That game going on tonight. They call it Conway, South Carolina that just outside of the myrtle beach area troy d where coastal carolina is located yeah i I don't but it's the myrtle beach invitational so yeah i'm not exactly familiar i never make it down to conway i guess me neither uh tony patriots pirates everybody playing well right now patriots tonight taking on the falcons uh the nfl is crazy we were just talking about washington beating tampa last week so you got to worry about every single week yeah you do even when you play the falcons tonight I, you know, you, you don't worry about it. I think Belichick will have them ready to play because, you know, we're still chasing the Bills for first place. So they'll they'll be ready to play tonight. I'm pretty confident in that. There's an upset or two or three every single week uh, in the NFL. It's been crazy. Troy D's Bears uh, playing the Ravens this weekend, Troy. And uh, we just saw Lamar Jackson did not practice today. So yeah, well, something to keep an eye on. Think you got a chance, Troy? Uh, if he doesn't play, they got a chance. But it's this season, I mean, it's kind of already been a hot mess the bears it's just i kind of feel like you do towards the redskins yeah i'm kind of team formerly known as hey but you know what on thanksgiving day they play the lions they, and that they, is that, not good actually i kind of wonder if they lose the lions on thanksgiving day what? just be the nail in the coffin for matt nagy and could we could move on i was gonna I ask you what's it. the talk there with nagy's oh like, they're, they're people are already moving i mean it's now it's not like if it used to it always starts should he be fired should they keep him now they're just talking about who the next guy is going to be <laughs> that's never they good. They moved on from yeah. firing Nagy to who is the next coach. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good thing when you have So a coach. you're saying that this is his last year? I mean, He's saying he hopes it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're seeing some college football movement. The Washington coach was fired. Butch Davis, that's a weird deal at FIU where he's been kind of forced out. And then he claims that the school is sabotaging the football program. So, not good times there down at FIU. Mm. And how about Justin Fuente, Troy D, out at Virginia Tech with Babcock, yeah. firing Justin Fuente a few years after they get him from Memphis. Yeah, and we had kind of one of those early firees this this season. And uh, Lincoln Riley's name tied to the LSU job, Chandler. What was the dollar amount you saw? It was a lot. <laughs> Eight years, $96 million. Good grief. Uh, he was coordinating the offense at East Carolina in 2014, and now we're talking about <laughs> that much money to potentially become the LSU head coach. There's no way he turns that down. There's no way. Tony, would you rather coach Oklahoma or LSU? LSU. For that amount of money, I'm going to LSU. <laughs> well, what if the money was even? <laughs> Go Tigers! Still LSU? I think so, man. It's 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 a. I, I actually got a chance to go to a LSU game, and it's, ooh, it's, it's real. It's pretty exciting down there. Yeah. I mean, they're both going to be in the SEC here in two or three years. Yeah. But 
location i i don't know is lsu looked at in the tiers of college football programs ahead of oklahoma I mean, well, here, I so. but here's the thing it's all about recruiting still it's still I, I don't know how great a recruiter he is uh i'm pretty sure he's been doing well at oklahoma recruiting guys so i mean he's gonna have to do the same thing when he comes to lsu i would think it'd be maybe easier to recruit uh at lsu than oklahoma but they're both yeah uh, pr- probably pretty, pretty, pretty even yeah all right so uh keep an eye on the coaching carousel uh mike houston uh, wager mcgee said yesterday has seen his name with virginia tech i think houston is uh gonna be the pirate coach next year i believe so yeah i don't i don't I, think i don't think he would leave that that quickly yeah and i mean after one year of let's say they go 500 let's say they go a couple games over 500 is anybody going to be calling mike houston i'm not so sure about that so but we'll have to wait and see um <laughs> Should we check on Troy's everything? I have no idea. He just he just up and left. Yeah, he just kind of split out on us. I think he's okay. All right, uh, I hope so. I hope everything's going all right. That was kind of strange. What if I just walked out and left? Tony, can you do a one man? I'm gonna take over. I'm gonna take over. Go on, go on in. You hey Shirley, this. give me some music back there. <laughs> Tony Collins run the damn thing. Uh, we got a giveaway coming up here in a few minutes. We'll open up the Pirate Radio booty bag uh tony if you're a player and you see the options of where you can go uh for a bowl game there's uh the cure bowl in orlando okay gasparilla bowl is down in tampa tampa we can go up north to your old uh stomping grounds uh at least with the patriots uh fenway park is hosting a bowl game that's gonna be cold a little chilly uh annapolis to the military bowl that's a cold one too you've got myrtle beach and oh yeah there's one more that all the players want to go to hawaii hawaii let's go to hawaii baby that's the one (laughs) the players are uh are looking forward to so uh that that's where they want to go that would not be great for the fans obviously yeah uh to travel there myrtle great for the kids though exactly exactly great for the kids and talk about a reward for busting your tail getting ecu back to some type of prominence that would be a fantastic Absolutely. reward for those guys. Absolutely. Um, we talked about it last week. Tony went to the Independence Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, that what was that Shreve Shreveport, Port? Louisiana. Yes, sir. And uh, during his time here at East Carolina, and uh, I think for the fans, like you said earlier, Tony Myrtle Beach would probably be. Now that stadium, you know how how many seats that stadium has? I don't. Twenty thousand. Yeah, yeah, I know it's a small. And if they play coastal, they're gonna have their fans there. It would be literally like it would definitely be sold out. A packed house. <laughs> you probably have pirate fans go down there and not be able to get a ticket. Just like hang out around the team and stuff, and not even be able to go to the game because yeah. that would be a very tight ticket. Is this the first time they're having a bowl there at that stadium? Nah, I don't think so. I think it's been around at least for a year, maybe more. I'll check it out. But um, the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Let's see how many years this has been played. We got uh, one. App State beat North Texas in the only Myrtle Beach Bowl. So one. This will be the uh, the second one okay. coming up this year. Uh, Tony Collins here in the Pirate Radio studio. Shirley, let's open up the Pirate Radio booty bag here on a Thursday. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, Troy D. Update. He has returned. Welcome back. Hey, good to see you. Three one seven twelve fifty. I did send you a message. Yeah, okay. but all is good. Okay, I'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> Shirley, what are we giving away on this Thursday? Lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Oh man, this is a good one. We had Tiebreakers on Saturday. 
I went with the barnyard burger. I went away from the cheesesteak and the wings and went burger. And it was really good. I went to the newest tiebreakers oh, location man. today for lunch. The second ever location tiebreakers. Now in Winterville. Downtown Winterville is sporting a brand new tiebreaker. So I got to tell you, it is really cool. They've got this outdoor patio, which is like covered. It's heated and cooled when needed. Uh, it is really nice. Though. I need to check it out. Uh, the booths have their individual TVs. Oh, I like that. It, it, is, uh, it is a cool setup out there that Tiebreakers has put in Winterville for all you Wintervillians. <laughs> but you are one clipper. I am. Yeah. Uh, I am also. What'd you eat? I got the uh, my kind of go-to there. The chicken cheesesteak, but in a wrap. Yeah, not enough red. Great call. And uh, their side salad's really good, too. All right, you can be a winner. Shirley, what color? Number 12. Caller 12, 317-1250. We are back with more Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, congratulations to Maggie Manning of Greenville. Picked up lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports uh, while enjoying the best wings in town along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Brock. All right, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. Just saw a headline from the Tampa Bay Times says Bucks receiver Antonio Brown obtained a fake COVID-19 vaccination card to a- <laughs> to avoid NFL protocols. So that'll, you know, that's the story. We'll see uh, how true that is, but it's like flashing an ID trying to get beer when you're 20 years old, I guess. I got to say, and the fake COVID cards can't be that hard. Yeah. I mean, because they're just paper cards. Yeah. It's not like, you know, at least a driver's license was laminated uh, well, how, every, how, especially how, when i grew up not everyone had a lamination machine how did he get caught i mean i mean i mean well tony he had his uh his card it was uh, walgreens and everything but it was the dated uh 2017 before covid was a thing so, uh, <laughs> he forgot the attention to detail <laughs> put the right date on it so they called yeah i don't know so oh my uh God. anyway uh troy uh while you were away for a moment there we were talking about uh you know it, I don't even want to bring this up. Like, I don't think it's a thing, but Mike Houston, as far as coaching carousel, like, we're ECU's fine. Yeah. Correct? Well, I, first, I heard y'all talk about it. I I think the jury's out. I think, you know, a lot of it is how does ECU finish? ECU could finish the regular season 6-6, six and six, or it could finish the regular season 8-4. and four. That's the reality. Now, if ECU – and both of those things are realistically possible. They could. It could be – and I'm not, you know, and I've said all along, I thought if EC beats Memphis, they'll go on to beat Navy, and then all bets are off against Cincinnati if Pirates come home 
was uh, with a record of seven four. I like our chances. Eight and four yeah. sounds so much different than it, six and six. Correct, doesn't it? but that that's the reality of where we are. So I think, I, look, even though there's two games and a bowl game, I think it depends on how the season plays out. And I think if the Pirates were to get hot and finish the season eight and four and go on to nine might help, and four, might go on to a bowl win, finish nine and four. I would say yes. Then Mike Houston yeah, becomes that changes a few. As things. Brian Bailey would say, the girl with the curl. Whatever that means. You're using it wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't even know what it means. But, but, but I'm, I'm like, <laughs> now, now I'm trying to use stuff like Chandler. Don't know what I'm doing. I, I believe even it, if it that, would be bittersweet. I, all right. He becomes the hot chick. There you go. Okay. That's so it. I believe even but, if that happens, if we do go nine and four, I don't think he leaves. Oh, I think, look, I don't all think these he coaches, here's the deal. I don't think and, he leaves. I, you I, hear what uh, Lincoln Riley just got offered? You I, think I, he leaves? I understand that. But, look, I, but for, a guy for, like Mike, first of all, and I hope he stays here a long time, but eventually if he is successful, and leaves because of success. Of course. Then that's great. Then you know what? Then it's our job to find the next Mike Houston. Uh, and it would be nice to see a coach, football coach leave here for a change because of success instead of being fired. Of and as I said, I'd love to see him be hired away instead of fired away. And every program could be a step. I mean, look at Oklahoma. If he leaves to go to LSU, you could say Oklahoma is a stepping stone program. <laughs> so there's always a bigger fish. Yeah. Is my point. And then even in LSU, well, what if the Dallas Cowboys come calling one day? Yeah. You know, he might leave LSU. I, there's always a bigger fish out there. Can't worry about it. If he gets an opportunity to coach and double his salary at an ACC or an SEC school, I think he's gone. But let's see. That hasn't happened yet, and that doesn't mean it won't. But I'm not going to worry about it. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Let's fit, hey, look, let's get to the point where he is in those discussions. I think that's a good thing. I guarantee he doesn't leave after this year. Uh, if he, even if he goes nine and four, I guarantee Houston does not leave uh, ECU. I don't, I, now guarantee. next, the next <laughs> year, if he if he them. does well, I, I think he may do something. But this year, even if he goes nine and four, he I does think, not leave. I think a lot of it depends what happens nah, with the star the, quarterback he, he that we leave. talked to on Monday. What, what does the future hold there? Do you, if if you have an opportunity to get out, do you get out while the strike while the iron's hot? No, this is all speculation. I'm just trying to answer your your yeah. what if question. Yeah, I'm not wishing him to go, and I'm not saying he will go. But I'm saying if the opportunity presents itself, I think absolutely he would take it. And it's amazing we're even discussing this right now, you know, with the way the, the Pirates yeah. have played the last seven <laughs> years. If, if the way st- this season looked at times. Like, but you know. the reason I say wait and see what happens, if they lay an egg in Annapolis and lose the Navy bad and then get stomped by Cincinnati and yeah. you finish 6-6, six and six, you lose your bowl game, you end the year 6-7 and seven on a three-game yeah. lose streak, then I say he's not the hot commodity and may not be getting offers anyway because you couldn't sell that to your fan base. Correct. Yeah. The future fan base. All right. Mean. Speaking of guarantees, good job, Tony. You hit one uh, Memphis yeah. last week. And, and, guess, and guess what I got? I got... I found I've been I've been making guarantees now for about forty five years, and I, and, I, and, and I finally got something. Hey, you got a hoodie? I got Pirate a radio hoodie. hoodie. Congrats! Yeah, it's nice. nice, by the way. Yeah. Why are you Love wearing it? Because it? it's hot right now. Oh, okay. And it is, but it was nice today. And Troy way. might buy you a dollar popcorn. We've learned too. <laughs> if you're good. All right. So Tony missed the guarantee during the Duke's Mayo Classic, Troy. Yeah, I don't remember that. What, what's that word I, I, that that I, I can't remember? Yeah. Now I can't. Shirley, remember. what's that word? That word about my guarantee? It's it took too long for it to. Uh... The statute of limitations. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's so it. You, you predict? You guarantee that ECU would beat Appalachian State, which they did not. Yeah. 
And we said if you if it's busted, we were going to put a Duke's jar of mayonnaise all over your head. Which Dude. we still have an official East Carolina App State jar of Duke's mayonnaise yeah. here in the studio. But, you know, and I heard Clip say since you got, which one did you get right? The Memphis? That's sweet. Yeah. And he's like, all right, we'll take that one off the board. And then I was starting to think, well, maybe if someone, if we're putting mayonnaise all over Tony's head, could that be taken out of context and people take that the wrong way too? You know? Oh, good. I don't, well, I don't want people mad at us going, oh, you're disrespecting a former athlete by putting mayonnaise on his head. Do you know all the really weird stuff I, you've I, done I, I, with I've Tony over in, the years? I've been in bras. What are yeah, you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you made was, him kiss your foot, Troy, yes, that was which was moment. absolutely disgusting. That was before all this cancel culture stuff. I wish we could cancel you. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I don't think we can do it because of COVID. You know COVID. what? I'm going to dig up that hey, video and put hey, it out right hey, now. Clip. Hey, Clip. I don't think we can do it because of COVID. I, th- I just heard I just heard the doctor say something about mayonnaise on somebody's head. It might get COVID quicker. It <laughs> might It might be a treatment. <laughs> Probably help your skin. But but really, we've got to, Troy, we, when, we, when we do these things. We've got to do them quicker. we got to do them. Yeah. I mean, you still well, got to. The other thing is, I, really, I didn't want to do it in the studio, and I knew Tony, he'd start shaking like a, you know, like your dog and splattering He'd everywhere. put it all over you? Yes. I knew I it. would definitely he, put he, it all over you. I, that's, I knew that's, it. that's what I was looking for. He would boomerang this thing back, <laughs> and it would start on his head and be like, come here, Troy, and then slap it all over me. I was oh, wondering oh, why he was. Oh, I was going to have a good time with you, Troy. So That's why he was okay with it because he was going to get you. He, he was a little to too it. excited about it. Yeah. It worried me and then I'm like, we definitely don't need mayonnaise all over the studio. Uh, and then we're thinking about doing it in the back parking lot and then I'm saying, okay, then it could get out of control outside. So maybe it's better we take yeah, your offer clip and just that's, take yeah, it. We'll yeah, even it out. Yeah, that's perfect. We'll take the mayonnaise one. It would be awesome, but we'd have to do it where I'm not there. That's perfect because I'm guaranteeing this week too, so I eat it. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Hey, we're going to win this Because there's no way you'd let us put mayonnaise all over you without trying to attack me. You don't think so? <laughs> Kenny said, "Make him put on uh, West Hines' girl shirt." Kenny, Tony's already Who, broke, gone oh, far yeah, beyond not, yeah. that. Please, he's been a women's lingerie. That red bra is yeah. still in my brain. Yeah, <laughs> there's a picture of me putting a dollar in Tony's red bra, which is yeah. uh, <laughs> that bra needs to go in the Hall of Fame too. By the way, yeah, saw that bra it really somewhere. Should. Yeah, I got that in uh, Wes's shirt. I got to find all this stuff. This is great memory. That's uh, part of Troy's personal collection. <laughs> I know, which is really strange. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It really is. He's got a box. <laughs> and one day I'm going to take this to Tailgate Classics and sell it for hey, thousands hey, Clint, of dollars. Clint, Troy's always trying to get me naked, man. I don't know what it is. I mean, You're always offering to get naked. A lot of weird stuff. I, I watch too many of those serial killer shows where they have boxes. Troy's got a bra in there. Wes's girl's shirt. It's memorabilia clip. A Tony Collins football card. Are you, do you not have any, uh, what is it What is it called when you look back on history? Um, you know, do you not get, like, reminisce about the Time good times at Pirate Radio? Yeah, I don't know. It's nostalgia. Ah, yeah. Yeah. We're struggling with words. Brings, brings back memories. Mm. There you go. All right, good stuff. All right, let's uh, let's get our final break in. We'll come back. More to go with Touchdown Tony. We got to get Tony's prediction slash guarantee for this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Troy, this is your last appearance. You will be uh, with us on the pregame Saturday. Yeah, I'll be uh, here with you Saturday. But if you have a feeling on the I, game. I do, I do. All right, we can go ahead and get yeah, that out I'm as well. I'm feeling. All right, yeah. we'll get Troy D's feeling, Tony's prediction, and more when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a look at your stock market. Market report: The Dow was down at 60 points and closed at 35,870. Nasdaq was up 72, however, at 15,993, and the S&P was up 15 at 4,704. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All righty, back with you, Pirate Radio Live on this thursday clip rock tony collins troy d coming up at seven chandler and i will be checking out east carolina and oklahoma we'll have a live watch along party tonight so check us out on facebook live and on youtube it's the pirates and the sooners seven o'clock espnu and check us out and win some awesome pirate radio swag and gift cards to familia right when the show ends we're going to go pick up our pizza pie and wings from Familia. So Great pizza. Fired up about that. Yeah. All right, uh, Troy D, touchdown Tony Collins, East Carolina and Navy. Yeah. By the way, uh, don't know if you heard it, Troy, if you missed it, and if you folks missed it, great interview with Dominique Davis in the 3 o'clock hour today. The only quarterback to beat Navy, as, of, as crazy wow. to say, wow. right? That is Pirates nice. are 1-7 all-time against Navy. So it's, it's a hard stat to believe. Time to get number two Yeah. Uh, this week in Annapolis. Pirates are four-point favorites in the game. Uh, Tony, you got a prediction? Four-point favorite? Yep. Yeah, I, I pretty much uh, think we're going to hit 52 on uh, Saturday. 52 to 24. Good God. A lot of scoring by us. A lot of stops by our defense. And uh, it's going to be a blowout. Wow. Uh, I'll take, walk in the park, Troy Day. I'll take the other view. I'll I'll say uh, East Carolina wins, but they got to grind it out to do it. I think they win in a nail biter. You don't like to give a score. No, I'm not giving a score anymore. You give a pick. I give a feeling. A and feeling. My feeling is a win, but I, I don't feel such, a blowout. Such a wimp, man. Why why you can't give a score? Because I'm all about feelings this year. <laughs> <laughs> He's in his feels, Tony. <laughs> I want to say nice the new improved Troy Day. <laughs> I'm in touch with my feelings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to say 27-20. Let's see, Troy D. No, nah, 38-35 was the one win for the Pirates. Last year it was 27-23. Yeah. I don't care how they do it. Just win. That's yeah. I just grind. It doesn't matter. Like, just get out of there with a the win. I'd love to see them blow them out, Tony. And maybe yeah, they can't. I think they can, And I, I've said I really before do. I didn't think this team's capable of blowing people out. We saw it against, I believe, Temple, wasn't it? Uh, blowout win. Yeah, yeah. What's what's um, my what's my guy's name? The running back. I think I can't think of his name. Twenty five. What's his Keith name? Mitchell. Yeah, they they that he's got to get twenty touches on Saturday, man. If he if he if he gets fifteen touches on Saturday, it'll, it'll be a blowout. Well, Rajay will get fifteen, and they'll both get to run it. Yeah. Tony Navy has scored in this series against East Carolina. 56, 66, yeah. and 76. Yeah. It's, it's about, time it's for about, us. It's about to change. Yeah. It's time for us to do. Yeah, it's about to, do to that. change. Yeah. Getting to the 50s. Really feel that. Navy, I, I, I feel that. Navy, oh, you got feelings? I got, I got some feelings too. <laughs> Navy 2 and 7, but there are two wins. One win comes from UCF, yeah. 34 30. And the other win was at Tulsa, 
2017. Hey, what yeah. was the Cincinnati so, score, Troy? They played them close. The Cincinnati game was 27-20. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, this team's a little, you know, they're dangerous. You just, especially, as we said, we, we don't have a great history against Navy. We Sometimes I think we psych ourselves out, almost, uh, going up there. Just can't have a bunch of turnovers. That's I mean, if we don't have we don't have over two turnovers. We we it should be a, a cakewalk, man. I really I really feel that. I think the way our offense has been playing lately and our defense has been playing good. Navy won two games. Come on, man. two wins. Come on, let's 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 beat them like uh, we're playing Elon. Let's do that. How about that? That'd be nice. Yeah. Take yeah. care of business. Navy and Elon both spelled with four letters. <laughs> Tony. Uh, <laughs> This guy. Trying to create a this connection guy. for Tony. It, it, it's in his feelings now. What are you doing next Thursday, Tony? Uh, Thanksgiving. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. uh, let me ask the question. I love this question, Troy D. Oh, I can answer this one for I'm a ham man. Oh, uh, yeah. But, all right, I'm not counting ham as a side dish. What's your favorite side dish? He likes a side of ham with this ham. <laughs> <laughs> Turkey's the main meal with ham on the side. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your favorite side? Uh, my wife makes a mean potato salad, man. Hmm. Mm. Potato salad. Oh, oh yeah, it's 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 um it's hard. it's to die for. All right, the potatoes are good. She, in she their put own. that she put that Louisiana thing on it. You know what I'm I saying? Don't need, you don't need to make it into a salad. It's not like, a salad. Like, potato salad, just regular potato salad, but it's delicious. I'm not a fan of potato salad. Yeah. You don't have to be. You, that's a side. This is Tony's question. It's my and side. It's, it's my this side. Is Tony's. Yeah. <laughs> this is not you. You don't have to eat it. <laughs> Telling you my feelings. Hey, next bet. <laughs> he always in his feelings, man. <laughs> Troy has to get potato salad. For him, uh, Troy, we'll talk to you next week. So get your answer ready. All right. Of course, next. I'll week. think about it all weekend. But uh, so Tony, we sides to choose from. I guess we won't talk to you next week. I thought Tony was going to say, "I'm a yam man." Ham and yam. No, yeah. No, no, from come on, yams? I don't do yams. From pen yam. I don't, <laughs> don't do yams. I don't do yams, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Are you serious? I don't like yams. Troy D, question for you. Uh, candied yams, yams, or uh, sweet potato casserole? Where do you go with the yams? What uh, do you do? My power rankings, one, yeah. two, three. I got to go candy yams, number one. Hmm. Solid number one. Uh, I'm going to go regular yams wow. with butter and maybe a little bit of uh, brown sugar on top. I'm going to pull a Troy two. D and say, wrong answer. That's wrong. And, and the reason <laughs> I don't like the... Uh, the souffle or what do you call it the casserole casserole i don't like marshmallows mixed in with my yams. what either do i which is why they are not on the casserole i have oh that's it's, different uh, oh no it's no. like pecans oh that's a di- that's a game changer yeah uh, okay well that then i'd put that as number two marshmallows getting the oh, hell okay. out of here pecan yeah. and brown sugar then yeah. i put that as number two yeah, yeah yeah i thought you were talking about the marshmallow hell one. Nah. some people do that hell. I, don't, I don't makes it too gross too sticky nasty not a fan of that yeah but, oh, pecans and brown sugar. Yes, on sir. Top? Yeah, now add a little texture. We're, and we're crunch. talking about a solid number two, uh, one and one A at that point, because it's almost like a dessert with your meal. Yeah, so no, that's sweet. a good call. Yeah. yeah, and depending on who makes it and and how well it's cooked, it could be number one. Yeah. Uh, okay, you guys are making me hungry. Is radio show? <laughs> well, we're about done. We got two minutes <laughs> yeah, left. Two minutes. Uh, two minute warning. And Tony, you uh, you're gonna be at the home finale next Friday, right? Are you coming? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll All be right. there. Yeah, absolutely. I may I may bring my granddaughter. We, we might have we'll a Cami sighting. We'll see if my she, favorite she can Tony make Collins it. Yeah. Uh, relative. Yeah. She might make the tailgate go viral. Yeah, can, you, never, can we never, do a TikTok with her out never there? Never know, man. You never know. Yeah, it would always... be uh, only if Mr. Beast came would it be a bigger deal. Who's Mr. Beast, <laughs> exactly. Cammy would be more popular. <laughs>
Tony, uh, it was cool to hear from you on the fifth quarter. Don't be a stranger. Call no, in. Right, if, yeah, if yeah. Like if I said, man, I was, it, I, was, I, was, I was in my feelings, you know, yeah. on, on Saturday, man. It was, you know, watching the game, and it was a great victory. I was excited. I was like, okay, we're going to go in double overtime now. But I mean, hell, you've go. been around Tony's like since day one almost with Detroit. I don't know yeah. when his first appearance was, but seven years, Tony, of us talking about getting back to a bowl. That's a long time, yeah, man. That's is, a yeah, long yeah, drought. Yeah, yeah, you should feel happy. Yeah, and I, I got to tell you, happy. the most impressive thing about Tony calling the fifth quarter, he did it without texting me. What's the number again? <laughs> yeah, I somehow found impressive. it. He called it. He didn't ask me. I was like, at first I thought this was a joke. You can't be Tony. I figured he was hanging out with you. Honestly. I know. Like I had to dial the phone for him. Yeah. No, he did it on his own. I'm very proud of you, Tony. You're Thanks, a big man. boy. Yeah, I appreciate nicely that. Nicely done. <laughs> My big boy's all grown up. <laughs> Tony, good to see you, man. Good to good be here, to man. Pads. I'll see y'all next week. Absolutely. Joy D, we'll uh, see you Saturday. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Turkey Day. Look forward to it. We'll see you game day. And uh, Chandler, we'll see you in an hour if you're listening to our live edition. 7 o'clock, we'll be with you on the live. Watch along. Just don't break anything. I see how you guys do this. We're good. Don't break anything. That's all I ask. If the Pirates win this place, <laughs> we're trashing it. Don't flip the table. <laughs> All right, Shirley, we'll see you uh, 3 o'clock on Friday. We'll see you folks then as well. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.